house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless, when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I've been practicing this concert a little bit. Did I rush it? Felt like I rushed it. was good. I liked it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, the man who sits on the Iron Throne, Nick Lombrick. <laughs> I'm crazy. You might be the hottest gambler in the country right now. Um, with us, man in the uh, ones and twos, Justin the Russian Concussion Mascaro. How are you? Doing good. And Joseph Ascani coming off of your uh, a double positive week. Yeah. And how you feeling? <laughs> feeling like this, this is where you belong? Long do. All right, episode 125 of Big Easy Bets. We got NFL week three, college football week four. Uh, right? Yeah. Already a month into the college football season. It's flying by. I feel like it's, I feel like it's getting away from me. This is a big week for me. A really big week. Uh, before we get into our best and worst of the week, um, and then at the end of the episode, the top three this week is going to be candy bars. But before we get into best and the worst, we're going to talk about the Saints real quick. Um, I was on them. Obviously, plus three. I was the only one. First things first. Do you feel like Jameis Winston is the problem going forward? And do you feel like okay? Do you feel like we can win with Jameis Winston? Yes or no? Um. Yeah. Do you? Yes. Do you? Depending on who we're playing, yeah. What does that mean? I mean, do you feel like we can win with, with Jameis Winston? Yes or no? Win. Generalized. A, another game? Yeah. Not just one game. Can well, we if win? we play, like if we played the Bills next week, hell no. I think we'd have to have Drew back to beat the fucking Bills right now. Yeah, I'm. It's more of like. But yeah, I mean, are I we, think we can make the playoffs. Okay, still? yeah. yeah. So I was gonna, okay, like, that we was have a be, shot at winning the Super Bowl. Well, well, we'll go. We'll go smaller. My, I don't think thing. so. Yeah, you say that now. Do we? You just said we're a playoff team. I think we can make the playoffs. We will make the playoffs for one. Yeah. But but yeah, if you make if you can make the playoffs, anything can fucking happen. We saw it with the Bengals. No, that's true. You think we can make the playoffs with Jameis? Yeah. And you do as well. Yeah. Okay. Um. It's very popular right now to say that Jameis Winston, the old Jameis is back. That's what everybody keeps saying. Old Jameis is back. I fucking can't stand that. They were bad decisions at the end, but you're down two scores late in the fourth quarter. And if you feel otherwise, you can chime in. But down two scores late in the fourth quarter, you're pushing the ball down the field, even though he had – What are y'all over here? This dude's always no. looking at me and smiling. He's looking he's at me. Smile back. No, you said if you say otherwise, you can – and then he's looking at me like he wants me to say otherwise. <laughs> he doesn't want you to I do don't No, he does. Too. I was just – He does. He wants – I want some debate. Yeah. yeah, I want to hop in. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, my thoughts on it are the main issue for me was we lost the field position battle terribly. They started, it felt like every drive they were starting at the 50. For us, it felt like we were inside the 15 to 10 yard line. Immediately there, from my perspective, I feel like your play calling gets a lot more conservative. You got to pick up five yards, four yards at least on a first down running play. If you don't, then here comes fucking. Granted, I say that there was a few times where they chucked it fucking deep to Alave. So I, I think they tried that like 10 times and yeah. didn't hit home on one at the end and he fumbled, obviously. But so the field position battle. We lost. Turnover battle, we lost, obviously. But I put an asterisk by that. The, the Alave fumble, the Jameis pick six. Like, the, the one deep ball interception sucked to Jamel Dean. That was 
unfortunate. That was a, a good play. Though. It was a very like, good play by the DB, but it was a forced throw. It wasn't yeah. there. You're just throwing it up and hoping your guy can go make a play. Um, but yeah, so field position battle. And then fucking ball security, Mark Ingram, dude. Again, he, he fumbled against Atlanta. Luckily, Marcus May and Tyron Matthew make an incredible play to even give us a remote chance, and then we know what happened after that. But we're we're driving it down their throat, running the football. He had a good day running the ball, six yards a carry. But then you cough the ball up inside the 10-yard line. And that right there, that was a critical, critical difference in the game. Then you have the 12, man on, 12 men on the field on the punt return gives them a first down. Then you have horrible, horrible fucking officiating. One of the worst calls I've seen and the unnecessary roughness on Bradley Roby. Cam Jordan said it best. He's like, he didn't even hit him. He missed him. It's unnecessary roughness. How? He's going in to make a hit. Cameron Brait lowers his head. They graze. If the, It's like, they're not calling that targeting in college. Yeah. Because there's no fucking contact. But it's reviewable. Yeah. It's like, all 15-yard penalties should be reviewable. Right. I just because they have such a drastic impact on the game, especially in a game like that. That's like it's at a stalemate for so long. Yeah, and then bam, that extended drive. And yeah. that was on third, right? No, that yeah, yeah. yeah we would have got so, it. Yeah. Was it was one hundred percent? We were getting off the field. It was like third and ten, third and fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Um, but then you have great coverage by Marshawn Lattimore, and here comes bitch ass Tom Brady sprinting down the field to go talk shit to him. I watched it live. I'm watching. I'm like, what is he doing? Throws a ball with was great coverage by Lattimore. Tom Brady goes and gets in his face and says shit. Like, it's like this. Tom Brady just has this immunity. Like, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. He can go smash shit on the sidelines. He can go yell at every teammate he has. And then he can go get in Lattimore's face and talk shit. Leonard Fournette's bum ass is the one who touched him first. So how... What was the difference between Lattimore and Fournette? What was the difference? The only difference in my eyes was that Fournette hit him first. But then they did the same thing. Yeah. Why did Leonard Fournette not get flagged, let alone ejected? Right. So they didn't suspend Lattimore. Comes out Mike Evans is suspended. Mike Evans is the biggest fucking bitch of all time. The biggest bitch of all time. That did not call for come run out there and fucking clean him out when he's not looking. That altercation. It was a push, push. All right, go your separate ways. But Evans comes and escalates the shit and causes a whole brawl because he's obviously got issues with the fact that he gets locked the fuck up. Every no, time yeah, if play. it was someone else. No, yeah, if it's Bradley Roby, in, he ain't doing. He's yeah, not I don't doing think shit. He's coming in and doing that. He's not doing shit. It's like remarkable. You could almost put Lattimore in the Hall of Fame for how much he locks Evans the fuck up. And then after it's he, every game, Evans like kind of made it seem like I think from what I understand the. Post game press conference, he didn't care. Like he said, he would basically he would do it again. Well, yeah. Well, he's like, that's Tom Brady. What do you want me to do? Tom Brady wasn't in danger, dude. We can't even speak to Tom Brady. So Tom Brady can come say whatever the fuck he wants, and nobody can say anything back. Yeah. Yeah, that was. They should have. Um, I wish they would have got some better licks in on him. Oh yeah, I wish are you because because Marcus May gets in there, but then Lattimore grabs him. So it's like, who knows what's happening down there right. at the pile? You know they're doing they're fucking gouging his damn. Regardless, eyes out or he doesn't. Lattimore should not have got injected. Regardless. No, fuck no. No, all he did was push Fournette back, and then yeah. after and then the jumped. game, they're talking about 
oh, it might be a one-game suspension for both Evans and Lattimore. I'm like, yeah, what? suck no my way. Yeah, they're, get, get the it fuck out no of here. Makes no sense. It, it's crazy to me that, and all these people, all these dumbass kids on Twitter are like, uh, Evans fucking lit up Lattimore. It's like, what are you talking about? He literally <laughs> ran on the field and blindsided him because he got locked the fuck up. Everybody wants to pretend like, like he doesn't get completely shut down. That there's nobody that has his number more than Marshawn Lattimore. That's what I'm saying. You could almost put him in the Hall of Fame just on what he's been able to do to Mike Evans. Mike Evans has eight consecutive thousand yard seasons. He's got four catches on Lattimore. It's like it literally is remarkable. They play twice a year, every year. He fucking locks him up, and he played such a damn good game. When he went out, yeah. that was the that was the difference maker the whole right there. Whole defense did, they, yeah, yeah, no, but but Lattimore defense especially. Lattimore shut half the field down all day. The the play where Brady runs and gets in his face, that wasn't even he wasn't even guarding yeah. Evans. Yep. Then with Scotty Miller, he was locking everyone up. He's like every year has gotten better and better and better. His his size mixed with speed is literally he's the best cornerback we've ever had. And I mean, I like, I I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not. I'm not um, throwing in the towel at, by any means, like all these other people want to do. I Heck fucking no. one thing. Put the put the camera on me, Justin. Put the camera on me. No one benches their fucking starting quarterback in week two. Nobody. We're not going to Taysom Hill, and we're sure as hell not going to motherfucking Andy Dalton. So shut the fuck up, please. It's fucking driving me I got nuts. One, I got dude. one for you. What? We're watching the game in bed, me and Marissa. Mm -hmm. I think it's time to put that book guy back in. I'm like, baby, <laughs> he's not even on, on the, the team motherfucking anymore. team, Marissa. <laughs> he's the worst quarterback I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> God bless. It's crazy to me though. Like, what? I had a guy on Facebook say, uh, "Dalton will be starting before the end of the year." I said, "All right, I have a hundred dollars that says that doesn't happen, barring injury." As long as there's no injury involved, Andy Dalton won't start by the end of the year. I said, I got $100. You want to take it? He said, well, that's part of my argument. Jameis's lack of intelligence is going to get him hurt. Okay. So we're just saying shit. Because Drew Brees must be a fucking idiot then with all the injuries he had. Tom Brady tore his ACL. Joe Burrow tore his ACL. Rodgers broke his collarbone. Fucking Trey Lance just had his foot put on backwards. Like uh, Deshaun Watson, off the field, we know. But on the field, he tore his ACL. Um I mean, the list goes on and on. Every fucking quarterback gets hurt, dude. So, yeah, you, oh, Andy Dalton's going to be the starter because Jameis Winston's going to get hurt. Like, you're a dumbass. Well, a lot of people out there are like that on, on there. Oh, there's the biggest, mm. just fucking, I don't know what, coagulation, is that a word, of people on Facebook that don't know <laughs> what the fuck they are talking they about. They don't even know what they're, um, Mad about arguing really about, arguing yeah. about right? no, it's it's crazy. Twitter. Yeah, I wonder why but, I got off this. Shit. But Facebook is Twitter for adults. Like Facebook is all the old fucking dusty morons, and then Twitter is all the fifteen year old kids talking shit behind burner accounts. Right. It's crazy. It's crazy. I'm pro Instagram now. Yeah, but we'll get to that. What? Yeah, we'll get to that. Okay. Um, <laughs> Instagram. My, my whole thing is. My whole thing is. You have Jameis Winston coming back from an ACL tear, playing with four fractures in his back. Oh, we should have went to fucking Andy Dalton because he's hurt. No, yeah, sh shut the fuck up. Um, you have basically an entirely new wide receiver room, Michael Thomas included, when it comes to Jameis Winston. Timing is such a fucking big deal. They're going to get it clicking. 
The offensive line's got to play better. Alvin Kamara, if Alvin Kamara plays, we talked about it. If Alvin Kamara plays, we win the football game. Momentum is a huge deal Yeah, in every game that's played in the NFL. We beat Tampa Bay twice last year, and we didn't make the playoffs. If we can flip that, I don't give a fuck. Well, we kick ourselves in the feet or in the ass, whatever the fucking saying is. Kicking (laughs) our feet. Whatever it is. What do you mean? It's just like the playoff game. We always have their number, and then we play them in the playoffs, and Jared Cook's stupid ass... We're about to go up by two yeah. touchdowns. No, it's uh, the same thing with Mark Ingram. Momentum is one of the most important things in football. No, our defense showed that we still have Tom Brady's number. Tom 100%. Brady, we still Tom Brady can't do a damn thing against us. I don't. When Lattimore goes out, now you're down Lattimore. You're down Adebo. You've got fucking two rookies in the secondary. Three when Marcus May got banged up and Elante Taylor was back there. So, yeah, I, the defense when healthy locks Tom Brady up. So, I, I'm not. The team's going to be fine. We're very much still in the mix. We're going to get it figured out. The NFC is getting weaker and weaker by the day. The Rams are vulnerable. The the Rams aren't going to win the Super Bowl again. So, that it, it's very rarely rarely do teams go back to back. So you've got the Niners losing Trey Lance, which people are trying to argue that they're better with Garoppolo. They're not. They're not. They may be. Well, not necessarily. Are they? Maybe they're better than all with Trey Lance because the. Jury's still out on if he's going to be good or not. But they're not going to win anything with Garoppolo, I don't think. Garoppolo looked like dog shit in the playoffs. I mean, they were good last year. Yeah, but he was the reason. It got to the point where he couldn't push the ball down the field. Yeah, I mean, they lost a close one to the Rams. Yeah, cost us the playoffs. But there was two or... But then they played uh, each other in the playoffs. Okay, yeah, but there was two or three drives where it was like, okay, you've got the ball, go win the game, and he couldn't do it. And it was like people were open and he was missing throws. I remember watching being like, damn, the the fall from grace was crazy to me. Because he wasn't bad. He wasn't bad. He got him to the Super Bowl. We were on opposite ends on that one. Well, they blew the lead. And if he could hit Emmanuel Sanders. If he could hit the broadside of a barn in the second (laughs) half, I'd have been... One step closer to retirement. Everybody just wants to be right. Everybody wants to be the one to say, see, I told you we weren't going to be any good. There's, I hate that. That's the worst quality of it. If any wannabe sports fan is when they can say, oh, yeah, see, I told you we were going to suck. I'll show up every year saying this is the fucking year. I, do, I mean, I do legitimately think we still have a chance. I'm worried about the offense, obviously. I expected it to be a little smoother sailings this early. Um but I don't place a bet on the Saints to win the Super Bowl every year. Last time was 2018, and we know what happened. So, And we started 0-2 that year. Well, no, we started 0-2 2017. Yeah, but that was That's what year. I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah, 2017, we started 0-2 that year, rallied off eight straight. So we're 1-1, we'll rally off eight straight now. That Michael Thomas uh, toe-tap catch? Oh, that was nice. The sideline? Vintage Michael Thomas. That was Amazing. Yeah, and then Carlton Davis is throwing fucking punches at him as he catches a touchdown on him. Like, yeah, what, what's well, up with him? What's I up with this fucking too. guy? This two guys. He was trying crook. to punch the ball out. If we're being honest, okay, he was trying was to punch the to ball, say. but it still it doesn't matter. You throw a punch and it didn't hit the ball. So why are we just letting that happen? I don't. Well, if he was trying to punch the ball out, that's why. But they don't. You don't know intent. All you see is that he threw a punch. Then you can't call it. You can't punch. Yeah, but you can punch the ball out, and if you think he's going not, enough to not the ball. Not 10 seconds after he scores a touchdown. No, it was not 10 seconds after he scored a touchdown. I mean, he touchdown. was clearly in for the touchdown. It was like three seconds. Maybe five, because he's ripping Are at the ball. Are sure? He's ripping at the ball. Yeah, Mike Thomas was getting up. And then as he's going to stand up, he goes and throws oh, okay. a right I, hook. See, I'm thinking it was like more simultaneous. He's trying to punch the ball out of his hand. That's what I'm saying. I'm not going to sit here and be like, he punched him in the head. But you don't know intent. So, mm. you, I mean, all you see is he threw a right hook. So what are we doing there? I hope Tom Brady gets 
fucked up by Zadarius Smith against the Packers. I hate Tom Brady so much, dude. Leads the league and yelling at his fucking rookie offensive lineman, smashing tablets and shit, being a whiny little bitch. Wait, uh, Preston Smith. Zadarius Smith. Vikings. Yeah, when they play the Vikings. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. But it's just the main, the moral of the story is to pump the brakes on. We got to get rid of Jameis because if we lived by that, then Joe Burrow would have got benched. So, you know, yep. yeah. All right, best and worst of the week. We'll start with the best. Um, best thing I saw this week: Joe Biden officially announced the pandemic's over, so we can come out of hiding. I don't know if you saw. He officially said it's over. What? Yeah. The pandemic's over? Yeah. A lot of tell people Mar- are, tell, Mar- tell Marissa. Tell Marissa. <laughs> good. Call, we can go out again. Call home. <laughs> Wait, a lot of people are saying that's not really Joe Biden. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, it's just not. <laughs> <laughs> it's Joe Byron. <laughs> yeah. It's his brother. Yeah, they say it's his brother who put on a mask. Yeah, well. Oh, yeah? <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't think anybody says that. Does he even have a brother? Um, all right, what's the best thing you saw this week? <laughs> um... I'm looking forward to next week because the uh, it's getting out the 90s. The weather, that is true. So we had like a, we had a waiting for, yeah, we had a little bit of a cool front come in. Oh, you're right. It felt like fall. I was like, football is back, man. And then this past week's kind of been. Hot. We also have a hurricane coming though, so we might all come on. Yeah, you didn't know. <laughs> come on, <laughs> Hurricane Fiona, or actually no, not Hurricane Fiona. It's going to be Hurricane. Her mine. I didn't know that either, to be honest. With you. Oh, it's coming. Eight days. From I saw right now. there was one um, hit in Puerto Rico. Yeah, that's Hurricane Fiona, I think. But but it's going off to the. But Atlantic. there's a yeah yeah. But there's a hurricane that a week from today will enter the Gulf, and then it's either going to go towards Mexico, towards Florida, or directly to us and fuck us up. I just hope like it last goes year. towards Mexico. It could go. Yeah, yeah. Mexico just got hit with an earthquake. Yeah. Well, what's a hurricane gonna do? Maybe hurricanes is what. Help stop the uh, drug cartels. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> now now you're thinking. Now you're thinking. All right, Joseph, what was the best thing you saw this week? Uh, the Jets upset against the Browns. And the reason why is Joe Flacco is better than Tom Brady. Eli Manning's better than Tom Brady. Look at the stats. You know, they always okay. want to pick apart Jameis this early. Why can't we pick apart... No, that's Tom what I was Brady. saying. Do you think the Buccaneers Look at the fans? the fucking stats. Joe Flacco, do you through think- these first two games, has 616 passing yards and five fucking touchdowns. Yeah, a lot, Brady, of, a lot of them went 400 to, uh... and two touchdowns. Yeah. I like Flacco. So fuck you, Brady. Jets on top. They're winning the Super Bowl this year. Definitely not, but I'll be. We'll see if you're betting them. <laughs> Flacco's <laughs> back. Um, hey, Flacco's back. But no, that's a, that's a good... That's one of the points I was trying to make um, earlier. Um... Uh, do you think the Buccaneers fans are like, oh, we can't win the Super Bowl with Tom Brady? He played. We only had three right. points going into the fourth quarter. Like, right. no, they're not because they're not fucking. Well, they are idiots, but you got Tom Brady back there. They're like, well, he's proven it. Have you seen his face? <laughs> that guy's dying. Yeah, he looks. Wild. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Justin. What was the best thing you saw this week? Uh, Tyrod Taylor suing his trainer for puncturing his lung. I thought he was doing that like last year. He's still suing him. Yeah. I mean, he should. He got screwed. Five million. Yeah. Wait, why is that the best thing? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I, I guess, man. I, I, yeah, I mean, it's just. Like, does the trainer deserve it? Well, they fucked him. They yeah, screwed him out of a Justin starting wants job. justice. Yeah. I mean, look what they're doing to Marcus May in that family. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that was unfortunate for sure because he was going to have the starting job. And who stepped in after? Somebody Herbert. 
Oh, that's right. He was with the Chargers. Why was I thinking yeah. he was with the Texans? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, it worked out good for I don't Justin understand. Herbert. They found their guy. Well, he won Rookie of the Year, so it's yeah. like... Maybe they paid No, the yeah, they, no, yeah. They, they knew something was up. They're like, look, it's a little early. We're not 100%, but we think this kid's going to be good. They're like, Anthony Lynn, you know. Uh, yeah. He's, you know. <laughs> they said, uh, you know what you're doing? He's like, all right, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, they kept saying, let's put the offensive coordinator. He's like, let's put Herbert in. He's like, man... <laughs> I'm sticking with the brother. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. So that's a contender for worst thing I saw this week. But um, can I change mine? <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So worst thing that I saw or happened to me this week was I came to the realization that I'm kind of an idiot. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of retarded. I. And there's everybody's gonna be out there like, oh, you're a man's supposed to blah blah blah. I'm four thousand miles over on an oil change. Mm. Just realized that <laughs> Lindsay said, hey, you know, you're like way past oil change. I said it's football season. I've been, I've been looking at ESPN. I've been looking at nothing but football spreads. Have certainly haven't been looking at the dashboard of my car. Um, so that was the worst thing I saw. I need to get an oil change, and I mean, I might need to get rid of this car before it starts breaking down. So if anybody's in the market. Hadn't had any issues yet. Oh, it is a Nissan. Yep, that's true. All right, what was the worst thing you saw this week? Dude, my Instagram. It's been infiltrated again. By, what do you mean? Dude, they figured it out. You're hacked? No. So you know how you'll get suggested <laughs> stuff? Yeah. Well, mine's been infiltrated again. With what? What does that mean again? By these women. <laughs> what? <laughs> these models. What do you mean? These Instagram women. Do I have to show you? What do you mean infiltrated? Are they sending you messages? No, they are it's popping like, up on my on Instagram. Probably like suggesting for him to look at it. What's the problem? Why is that the worst thing you well, saw? Well, there's this? a reason for that. <laughs> I haven't even quit. I know. Look at this. watching too much of that porn, so now they know. This guy likes the big fake titties. What is this? Oh, God, you- what are you doing? Yeah, what is this? <laughs> Take that off, dude. What are you? What? I am trying to win bets. <laughs> I'm. You better stop distracting me. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg thinks you're a fucking weirdo. Well, dude, now Whoa. you get it. No, I don't. I got it finally to stop because. <laughs> But what? you click on one of them. Yep. Yep. <laughs> he couldn't help himself. Well, one won't hurt. There's this what? one. It's this woman. She's brushing her teeth, and then she's just letting all the foam <laughs> gather around a large voluptuous breast. <laughs> I mean, goddammit, I'm trying not to jerk off. I don't want to win all <laughs> They're trying to fuck you. <laughs> The toothpaste is dripping down her chest. Dude. He's like, that one has my attention. <laughs> got it. That one's That's got my one. attention. <laughs> oh, man, that was funny. Oh, man. Yeah, well. They saw they saw Brick was going 6-0, and and they're like, we got to stop yeah, him. He's no, too hot. Yeah. He's too hot. So. With that being Y'all said, pray we'll, for me. With that being said, we'll be on the stream this Friday. Um, no, I'm kidding. But, all right. Um, y'all pray for me. Okay. I mean, I don't know where to go after that. But <laughs> I'll say my words. Go ahead. <laughs> Another, it's football related again. Now they're saying, I don't know why I even pay attention. So you're the le- so you're the least creative in the room, is what you're saying. Uh, now they're saying to a MVP candidate in week two. In week, he just threw for six hundred yards, Joseph, and six touchdowns. Oh my God! 
Well, who else would be leading the way for the MVP candidate? In week two? Somebody's got to lead the way. Why is that an opt? Like, why are we talking about that? In week two. They and talk now, about it every week. And now they're going to say, oh. Ooh, why Burrow, do we talk about Heisman? Burrow, maybe Tua should have been in Cincinnati, the number one overall pick. Well, they were just talking about Tua like this was his last chance, like six weeks ago. Yeah, and that's my point. He has one good game. Now he's, oh, my God, he's the next Tom Brady. Well, we'll we'll see. Tom will tell. I mean, there's a big test. They're playing Buffalo this week. He's so not. He's not. That's that. the other MVP he's not candidate. That. He's not that. All right, Justin. What was the worst thing you saw this week? Um, I'm I'm with Nick. Uh, I also got hacked, but I don't think my, he got hacked. I didn't get hacked. It's the. I don't want to get into it because I'm very upset that the Instagram suggests things I should watch. I just want to see the things that from the people I follow. I don't follow any of these women. <laughs> Want to do toothpaste on the breast or whatever that I just showed you? That was very strange. You don't have to follow them. I'm not following them. That is bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what's your worst thing, Justin? Um, My my bank account got hacked in a way. Um, Anytime I order something online, it charges me like five times. So I signed up for my my men's league, and it's it's a hundred dollar flat rate. So you paid for the whole team. Yeah, I got charged five fucking times. So what bank I, do you use? I try well Capital One. I've had my shit stolen from Capital One a couple times. Really it was through PayPal, but Capital One does pretty good at catching it. And um You closed it? Well, well they they they'll, refunded me my money, but Yeah, they'll they'll shut they'll shut it down and they'll uh they'll get you they'll it takes like four situation. or five days and then that same day I ordered my sister, um, she turned eighteen and ordered her some scrubs because mm-hmm. she got a little job. And uh, charged me three times for some scrubs. Did you? Did she get three pairs? No, oh. I didn't get any pairs. Oh, because <laughs> they refunded the whole thing. Oh, so, so you just said I? Yeah. I tried. I said oh, next year. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. No, that sucks. I fucking I, I I'm not on PayPal anymore because my shit kept getting stolen by the Californians. People out in California kept buying FIFA. Swear to God. My you, PlayStation got hacked by the Arabs. It's racist. Um, <laughs> Middle Easterners, you mean? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Sorry, I'm not PC. We are. Uh... It's over here talking about brothers, but yeah. I can't fucking say hey, Rams. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> that was a joke. Mine wasn't. All right. We are. Um, you're coming off arguably the best week you've ever had. Yeah. Um, Record wise percentage for both of them yeah for sure have you ever went have you ever ran the table in both not in the same week i don't think yeah so um i mean we'll just go down the line i guess i did not have the week that i was looking for by any means um florida state minus two and a half on friday me and nick were both on it it was his lock of the week and we cashed in there jordan travis gets hurt and we still get it done rodemaker it looked bad when with his first throw was the worst throw i've ever seen and then he settled in uh so we got a win there started off right georgia minus 24 easy 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 money uh south carolina's not a good football team byu plus three and a half was a bad pick i'm gonna quickly go through all of these byu plus three and a half was a bad pick they got out muscled in the trenches which i did not expect to happen against oregon Home home field Bo Nix is way better than on the road Bo Nix. Miami plus five and a half. They lose by what was it seven eight? Some I think they might have been eight eight points. Um, if the punt returner from Miami doesn't try to field a punt that he had no business fielding, it would have saved them maybe four yards if he would have just if he catches it versus let it roll. 
tries to catch it off a one hop, completely surrounded by Texas A&M defenders and um, bobbles it. It was the dumbest decision ever. Gave A&M short field. They scored within three plays. They win by eight. Miami should have covered this spread. Fresno State plus 12 and the over 73 and a half. I'm bowing out of trying to get one over on USC. Jake Hayner, which I'll admit, they didn't have the success that I was expecting them to right off the bat, but they were beginning to get it going in the run game. I was expecting a big half out of a big second half out of Jake Hayner comes out, uh, snaps his ankle. So he is done probably for the year and probably for the rest of his life. Over 73 and a half does not hit. That went to bed as soon as Jake Hayner uh, went to bed. Backup comes in and completed like he was like 12 of 13. Yeah, I did, saw that did not play that bad. Um, but it was just too little too late at that point. So double loser there. I'm telling you, I, I know that this USC team is vulnerable. I know it. I'm not. I'm, I'm taking a week off at least. Nebraska, Oklahoma, over 66 and a half. It was a fucking travesty that this over did not hit. Nebraska, uh, Oklahoma put up a 50 piece and Nebraska scored on their first drive of the game. And that was about the extent of what they did all game. We don't hit the over. It was really, really unfortunate. Penn State, Auburn, under 47. If goddamn TJ Finley wouldn't turn the ball over five times, giving Penn State a short field, this under probably hits. It was my lock of the week, so just a brutal, brutal day. I had two ads, Tulane plus 14. They went outright against Kansas State. And then Texas A&M, Miami, under 44 and a half. We hit this as well. Should have been a double winner on the, with Miami. Um, but it is what it is, four and six, and we lose on the lock of the week. That brings me to 13, 16, and two. Two, one, and one in my locks of the week. Nick, you ran the table with a perfect six and oh. Yeah, Florida State was my lock. It kind of started off kind of shaky. Travis was playing well, but holding on to the ball a little bit. It ended up costing him because he got injured. Um, Rodemaker came in and played well in the second half. Georgia minus 24, never a question. Um, they're really good. The offense this year is, you could say it's the best one in college football. While we're talking about Georgia, I did place the bet on Stetson Bennett. Yeah. You got 16-1 to odds on Stetson Bennett to win the Heisman Trophy. Um, And I took it. I mean, they're going to have – the defense is so good and their playmakers are so good that it's like – I feel like how he's not the front runner right now, I don't – I wouldn't understand. Yeah, I mean, Stroud – Like, if the season ended right now, you got to give it to Stetson Bennett. I understand this. You don't – it's been three weeks. I understand. Stroud looked abysmal against the best – not abysmal – Getting ahead of myself. Stroud looked spotty against the best defense they played. Lit it up against what? Toledo. You saw Stetson Bennett light it the fuck up against Oregon. And then double down against another SEC against an SEC school. I mean, looked unstoppable. Running, passing. They just have so many weapons. I think the thing with Bryce Young and Bama, the, the wide receivers, this is one of their weakest wide receiver rooms that they've had. So yeah. um I think for the value, like you brought it up, but I think I mentioned it when on Saturday. Yeah, I was like, did. he's going to win the goddamn Heisman Trophy. Mm-hmm. Like he, dude, he looks so much better. So I took it, sixteen to one odds. Stetson Bennett straight to the bank. Um, Wisconsin, I had them in the first half minus twenty one and a half, and in the full game minus thirty seven and a half. They won the game sixty six to seven. <laughs> Big mismatch. Yep. Um, LSU plus two. This was the greatest one <laughs> all weekend <laughs> because it didn't start off that well. Defense. I was begging for Daniels just to 
defense. be quicker with his decision making, and he he figured it out in the second half. The defense came up with some big plays. I said it. I said the pass rush was going to be a problem, and I said the secondary was going to come up with a big play, and they did in the end. Um, so I was right. LSU plus two. Yeah, they win by what was it? Sixteen or seventeen? Yeah, they won by a good margin. Um, Syracuse minus one and a half. This was my late ad. Uh, this game was wild. Oh, this game was bananas. We went up by ten. Um, you and Joseph were secretly the whole time, kind of <laughs> on opposite sides of the fence on what you needed to happen, and y'all were throwing these like that was good for you, and on the inside of your head, you're like fuck, like y'all are rooting <laughs> for each other's demise. But on this surface, y'all are like, yeah, man, good, good for you, good for you. And then it completely the script flips, and now y'all are on the same side of the fence, and y'all need the same thing. Yeah, it was incredible because. Syracuse went up by 10 after a turnover. They got a pick six. And then Purdue, they kept letting mm-hmm. the white guy get open deep. Yep. Um, and Purdue came back, tied tied the game, and then they took the lead, right? Yeah. Syracuse needed that last drive. Yeah. That was a walk-off touchdown. Yeah, so then... Why Purdue played seven one seconds deep, left. I won't fucking know. Both of these defenses were kind of playing suspect. Put two safeties coverage. back. When, when the game was on the line at the end, they weren't really preventing the other team from scoring. Um, yeah, man coverage and car- crossing across the middle, seven seconds left. We catch it at the goal line for a touchdown. It was incredible. Perfect ball. Drop it in the bucket. We saw some of the strangest penalties on the ensuing kickoff. Oh, yeah, the kickoff. We saw a kickoff from the – what was it? They kicked off from the 10 – and then the next time they had to kick off, Syracuse kicked off from the other 40. Yeah, they kicked off on the other side of the 50-yard line. They could have onside kicked it and pinned them inside the 15. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. I've never seen that before ever. Just, I mean, Purdue just came unraveled apparently. And you, know, you had to kick. Typically, you kick from what the thirty-five, forty-yard line. Yeah, I still don't know what. I I don't know how there that had happened. to be there had to be multiple penalties that that stacked had to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they kicked off from their 10-yard line, and then when they're getting the ball, they allow Syracuse to kick off from the opposite 40. It was a remarkable thing to see. But So you go 6-0, and you hit your lock of the week. That flips the script for you. Um, after a bad start last week, you've now rallied off, if we include NFL, 13 straight bets in a row. But 6-0 and week in college brings you to 13-11-3. 3-0-1 in your locks of the week. I can no longer promote that we are undefeated in our locks. It is now just you. Um, Joseph, I'm going to go to you next because you broke through with your best week. Yep, best I, week so far. You feel like it was a fluke? Yeah, probably so. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> probably so. I mean, it definitely should have been 2-2. Two and two. That over did not deserve to hit, but I'll take it. Um no, hell no. That's I mean, yeah, you, very well, because I got screwed the week before. So. It's that that is a horrendous bad beat for the people who had the under. But right. that's what I said. I, you're like, ah, oh, goddamn it, I'm screwed. I'm like, this college football, anything can happen. At this point, we've seen a bet win or lose in every way possible. Last year, your Clemson, yeah, your Clemson backyard bullshit, fucking pick it up and mm-hmm. fall. Oh yeah, and, that goes back. My mom was like, when so we broke the the big touchdown run at the end to go up. What game are you referring to? By three possessions, um, LSU. Oh, okay. And my mom's like, it's over. I'm like, there's five minutes left. Don't you ever say it's over. <laughs> True. Um, all right. So, yeah, Joseph, you had Oklahoma minus 10 and a half. It's a good, it was a good pick. I, I, I touch on that in my, um, my look ahead to the games next week. But 
I didn't bet it, but Oklahoma, I mean, uh, yeah, Oklahoma made kind of myself included, but a lot of people put their foot in their mouth with that one. Um, came out and just put a beat down on a on a lowly Nebraska team. You hopped on the over with me. No more of that because we are. I don't think we've won. Yeah, when we've jumped on a total yep. together, produce Syracuse like we just touched on. I mean, it was electric. That's what college football is all about. That's the best. Uh, that was the best shit ever. And then you went back to your lock. Wait, that was your lock, right? Iowa, Nevada. Uh, yeah. You got to put a star by it. I had one. Well, Justin erased it then. Oh no, I did. My bad. Um, yeah, I, Iowa, lock. Nevada, under forty. Did you watch this? No. I was up. I was, was going to say, up, I was at Chimes and Logan was texting. I was up my fucking life with Fresno and USC, and I kept switching back to the Big Ten Network because there was like a four-hour weather delay. 27 nothing. Nevada never had a shot. They, you you got a little lucky. There was multiple chances for a pick six for Iowa, which would have really hurt, but yeah. it's a good play. Um, that might be the the play of the year, Iowa unders. Yep. Three and one, um, and you hit your lock. Brings you to five, twelve, and one. Two and two in your locks of the week. Got to bring up the overall record, but you're trending in the right direction. Justin, you had a positive week, but, but, the Notre yeah, my Dame. locks are looking scary in a bad way. I gotta get one. I'll get one this week. So Justin was on LSU with Nick. He had Oklahoma minus ten and a half with Joseph. Good picks there. Vandy NIU over fifty eight and a half. I don't know what the final score was, but it hit it, it hit by a, a pretty wide margin. Vanderbilt hit their win total in four four games, two and a half, just like Kansas two and a half. Wow, hit it yeah, in three games. Jeez, season win total. Really good. Um, Coastal minus fourteen. A lot of people were on Buffalo. Uh, a lot of other podcasts that we pay attention to. Um, Buffalo was a popular pick. Coastal turned the ball over four times, four fumbles. So yeah, and they rallied off twenty-one points in the fourth quarter, and then yeah, they get all the way down to like the well, it was a sixty-yard bomb that gave you a chance. Yeah, and then, and then yeah, victory formation inside the fifteen-yard yeah, line. So that one hurt. Gotta love it. Um, Notre Dame minus ten and a half was your lock. Inexcusable. We touched on it last week. We're not going to go back to the well there. Um, yeah. but. I don't know if any of y'all were watching the end of that game. But, I texted uh, you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we all saw it. The, the fumble. I mean, knee, I was on my way was, to a birthday dinner, and I was freaking out. Yeah, Justin nearly uh, got a, a miracle from the from the heavens above and got a scoop and score touchdown to cover the spread on a game when we thought Buckner was the starting quarterback, but he was out. Unfortunately, the knee was down. Um, but that was kind of like the gambling gods teaching you a lesson. Yeah. Like you shouldn't have been on the game, and they go, oh, here you go. Yeah, they let you taste that titty, then they pulled it right out your mouth. <laughs> Dude, those Instagram videos are fucking Nick up. Um, yeah, the taste, of, the taste of Colgate. Um, but so Justin goes three and two, positive week. You sent a 10 and 12, but 0 and 4 in your locks. Got to do better in your locks of the week. Um, all right, this is a big week for me because I feel like I was seeing the board well. I feel like I had a bead on USC, and they have just proven me wrong time and time again. Granted, I was on USC week one, and they did cover, but Stanford should have had them. Fresno State starting quarterback snaps his ankle in half, and they have a tough matchup this week. I'm not on it. Why are you over there laughing at yourself? I'm just, this dude just laughs I'm and laughs stupid. and laughs. Titty milk, and it's, yeah. all his, <laughs> it's all in his head right now. All right. This is a tough week, though, if no, that's what you're getting at. I guess, was I? I mean, that's what you did. I was just me saying, well, yeah, yeah, but what do you mean if that's what I'm getting at? I just said this is an important week. But I feel like it's always the ones that you think that are tough. Like, I thought last week was really tough. 
Yeah, no, um, I always say that. I feel like when I feel great. Sometimes when you feel kind of iffy is when you strike them for the Yeah, and I hope big. that's this week. All right, Thursday we have three games. Is anybody on them? Um, no. Are you? No. Are you? I think so. I think this is a Thursday game. I was almost on one of them. Syracuse, okay. is that Thursday game? I'm on one. No, that's Friday. Okay, so I'm on one. All right. Uh, Thursday, 6.30 p.m., Coastal Carolina and Georgia State. Georgia State is led by Darren Granger. He's been there for quite a while. You know him well. You've you've bet on Georgia State quite a few times over the years. Um, he's the player that makes their offense go. He's also the team's second-leading rusher. He's completing 51% of his passes. There's a lot of questions with both of these defenses, but I trust Coastal's defense just a little bit more in a game that will more than likely be closer to a shootout than a defensive battle. If not for four fumbles, they cover the spread against Buffalo. Georgia State wants to run the football. It is no secret. I think Coastal Carolina will be ready enough to contain Granger in the rushing offense of uh, Georgia State. I don't see any way on the flip side that Georgia State can contain Coastal Carolina. McCall does not make mistakes with the football. There will be an emphasis on ball security, seeing how two turnovers was the difference in last year's 42-40 to loss against Georgia State. This is a conference matchup. This is their opening conference play. These two teams know each other well. Coastal dominated the time of possession and ran the ball very well in that matchup last year. I think that Georgia State's defense is horrendous. It It's more of a, I trust Coastal's defense to figure it out along the way, way sooner than I do Georgia State's. On third down, um, Georgia State's 5-17, first game 4-16, and then 10-15, they played Charlotte at the when they went 10 of 15 on third down any remotely formidable defense they're struggling to complete passes granger's completing 51 percent of his passes if you can force him into situations where he has to throw the football it doesn't go well um i'm gonna take coastal minus two and a half i think that this is the georgia state defense is just that bad that's what it boils down to for me no, they're 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 really bad. I think Pickney is going to have a big game for Coastal, uh, but Grayson McCall is hitting them nine touchdowns, one interception. I know Granger has eight touchdowns and two interceptions, but I really, I mean, the defense is really, really, really bad. So I mean, to lose to Charlotte, right? Yeah, who is not good at all. They were nineteen and a half point favorites. Yep, and they lost outright. And statistics in this game were, um. Why I w- almost took Colston. I mean, so th- they put up 600 total yards of offense, but it's the turnovers. They've they've turned the ball over so many times in every game. Yes. So, um, but to lose to Charlotte, that's kind of inexcusable because Charlotte's like really, really, really bad team. Yeah. No, I, I think that's what I'm saying. I trust Coastal's defense to contain Granger. Doesn't mean. I mean, the point total on this one is sitting at 62. They're expecting there to be points scored on both sides. I trust Coastal's defense to figure it out and come up with the necessary stops to pull away. Whereas, and and also, too, I like Reese White. They've got, like I said, Pickney. I feel like the offense is so predicated on Granger for, for Georgia State. Whereas Coastal's a little more, you can lean on Reese White, you can lean on these other guys if need be. I just feel like they have more. Yeah, the the secondary for Georgia State's was plagued them for yeah for all the years. That and we Coastal loves attention. to do those RPOs and stuff. They're going to get into a lot of uh, a, a lot of free looks with people running 
running downfield, easy throws. I think it's going to be easy completions, easy way to move the chains. So I'm going to take Coastal, minus two and a half. That's which way I would go on this one. All right. Did you want to take Coastal and you just didn't do it because you felt like we would say you take Coastal every time? <laughs> no, I was actually looking at the Virginia Tech-West Virginia game. Okay. Um, yeah, that's an interesting one, too. I don't have any fuck. I don't even see a line for Chattanooga, Illinois. Um, do any of y'all have a Friday game? Um, I don't. No? Yeah. You do? Mm-hmm. Do you? No. Which game are you on? Syracuse. <laughs> okay. Right back. Okay. So what are you looking at? I'm looking at Syracuse um, minus 10 at back home in the Carrier Dome over Virginia. Um, Brennan Armstrong, you know, he's he's sort of like Schrader where he can run it as well. But I think he's a little bit more erratic than Schrader is. Uh, Schrader, Schrader can be, you know, hit or miss sometimes when passing the ball. But I think he'll get the job done again on the ground. Just like I said last week, I said he'll uh, run the ball. He had what, I think. 90 rushing yards, if I'm not mistaken. and Schrader? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm and that's not, why not. I went with the over. I thought he'd be able to move the ball on the ground. And Pittsburgh, like I said, O'Connell threw for f- over 400. Um, but, yeah, I think I think uh, Armstrong's going to make enough mistakes to where they'll easily cover this 10 at home. Okay, so you're taking Syracuse with the points. Oh, yeah. Okay. Minus 10. I was going to say, I, the over there, that would be Virginia, was, Virginia's offenses look brutal. Um, right. Yeah, I mean they they lost six or they barely won. What was it sixteen to fourteen old, old on Dominion, Old Dominion, and then they got beat twenty four to three to Illinois, which is not a world beater by any right. means. Um, okay, yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't hate that pick. It was it. What do you have the spread at? Uh, minus ten. Okay. Um, yeah, Virginia used to put up a little bit of points last year. That's what I was just about to but, say. But um, Armstrong. Was never that good. He like got. He was like that flash in the so pan kind of guy. Yeah, but he was like so that, many throws. He had yeah. a there was there used to be a big target. He was like a big tight end. His number was ninety something in the 90s. or some shit. Yeah. yeah, I think they still have him. I think they still have him. Well, he would go to him a lot, but it was just like you would see all these throws that were completed. You'd be like, how does how was that completed? Yeah, you're watching him scramble right. around, right? And you're like, yeah, get him, and then he throws some yeah. hail mary shit. Right. Um. What are your thoughts on the bat on Air Force? Um, I really want to take Nevada with the points. I know it's a lot of points. What is it at? I 24? don't have it written down. It's at 24. Nevada's horrible. Air Force is coming off a loss. Yeah, Air Force still has Hazik Daniels, I yes. think. so. Yeah, Air Force is coming off a 17-14 loss to Wyoming, a game that they were favored by a lot. Yeah. Um, now they're back home. Nevada's horrible. And, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I wouldn't take Nevada. No, fuck no. I'm not saying, yeah. I, you're I, considering taking Air Force is what you're saying? Yeah, I want to okay. take Air Force. I thought you said Nevada. No, I want What's the no. point total at? Um, 45. Yeah, so it's they're not expecting Nevada to score very much. Nevada cannot stop anybody. I mean, their defense is terrible. I was trying to figure out, because I was looking at this game, and I want to bet Nevada's team total for the under, but I need to know the number. And I couldn't figure it out. Did you check? Like family? That's not a bad, I, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, I think these numbers think come out one. later, but. Yeah. Yeah, I I want to take Air Force. I do. And then I would also consider an Air Force first half bet. Because Air Force is supposed to be considered, yeah, I don't, I don't hate the first half. Air Force is supposed to be considered, like, the top. Yeah, they're the best. The top service academy, academy school. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a, it's surprising that they lost to Wyoming, but. It'd be interesting to see exactly what happened in that game, why it was so close and. 
So first half. First half, they're minus 13. I think I'm going to take that. Oh, God. Yeah, give it to me. I'm taking Air Force first half, minus 13. And then I'm trying to see if I can. Um, I think Air Force is going to bounce back in a big way. That was a very that was a loss that they were not expecting. Um, they didn't even have any turnovers either. Yeah, it's a sh- it was just a strange game. So Nevada's team total nine and a half. Whoa, as it should be. <laughs> yeah, for now I'm. Uh, um, There's um, you gotta you gotta. The the favorite on that is the over. Okay. So we'll come back to it if need be. It could potentially be an ad. Uh, for those who don't know, any games that we do ad, we give them out on Twitter, and then I'll post it to Instagram as well. Uh, but we do do ads uh, pretty much every week, and you're going to consistently at least have one every week, it yeah. sounds like. Okay. Um, all righty. So that's it for Friday. So we move on to Saturday. You're leading the way. You go first. Um, TCU minus two and a half at SMU. It's Sonny Dykes' return to SMU. He was their coach for, I think, three or maybe even five seasons. Yep. Um, so it's his return. Their new coach is Rhett Lashley, the former offensive coordinator from Miami. Um, going back to TCU, just analyzing what, what they've done this year. They started kind of slow on the road in week one at Colorado. Um, the next week, they corrected it by scoring 21 points against Tarlington in the first quarter, but that was at home. Now they're coming off of a bye, and they're going on the road again. Um, Even though TCU has given up 15 points per game and their defense is holding opponents to 321 yards per game, um, I'm going to go with SMU here in the first half plus a half a point. Okay. I think that SMU is going to come out fired up, being at home, and just looking at SMU for the past few years at home, they they've had the leader been tied in like almost all of their games. I think last season and then to start this season, um, and I just think that there's going to be a little bit of jitters. I think TCU starts off a little bit slow. They might rally in the second half to win, but I'm going to go SMU first half plus a half a point. Okay, you think that extends your uh, your streak? Um. Oh, I got to get through Thursday night football in the NFL, true. which is a stinker of a game. Yeah, we'll get to that. They're always tough. All right, uh, my so mine are not in any particular order on Saturday. The first game that I have for you, um, I guess first off, is anybody else on Wisconsin Ohio State? I was thinking about it, but I like to hear where you go. Where you go? What about you? No, I'm not. What about you? No. Okay. I'll just come out and tell you right now, I'm, I'm on the under 56. So, Wisconsin, obviously top three defense in the country. For me personally, there are still question marks with C.J. Stroud. The only, I said it earlier, only formidable defense he's played so far was Notre Dame and in my opinion didn't look spectacular. Missed a quite, not quite a few, but missed a few throws. That could have covered the spread for him there. Wisconsin's offense is in the hands of Graham Mertz. I think that they will struggle mightily. They want to lean on the run. Uh, you have an improved Ohio State defense with Jim Knowles, but they still have not been tested since Notre Dame. I'm betting on the Wisconsin defense here. Give me the under 56. 
a lot of people are expecting Ohio State to drop 40 in this one. Hmm. I've, I've seen it from multiple different people. I would like to think that it they're not. It will be interesting because I think as Wisconsin's loss, I think they lost eight starters from a year ago, something like that. But, I mean, they replaced them well so far. I mean, they're still holding teams to a minuscule amount of yards yeah. compared to uh, the average across the country. But this is a game where I was like, before everything that's happened, this was a game I, it was, I was looking ahead to where I was kind of thinking about taking Wisconsin at, at this spot. But It's 18. Just okay. seeing what I've seen, I haven't seen enough from Mertz. He is improved, but... um, Yeah, but quality of opponent and all of that, this is going to be... I mean, the guys are wide open, and sometimes he misses them, so it doesn't really matter who your opponent is when... No, but I'm, yeah, but I'm saying the it's guys like, against Ohio State probably aren't going to be wide open. Yeah, but even if they were, he's still no, missing know, them. That's I the know, point I'm, I'm making. Like, yes, I get it. I'm um, saying, but so yeah, that's. But he's not turning the ball over like he used to. Um, so that's a plus. But yeah, the under's probably a good bet because Ohio State hasn't. This will be their toughest test, their toughest defense they're going against, and then Mertz. I don't see him being able to put up a real fight. Yeah, I mean, this is um, – I don't think that this is as well-oiled of a machine of an offense as it was when they had Justin Fields and Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. And yeah, that. I mean, you lose a, those wide receivers. I get you, I got good recruits and you got good guys to replace them, but it's just those are two top 15 draft picks, yeah. right? So yeah, you don't just replace those guys overnight. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm on the under 56. Joseph, what is your uh, Saturday play? Uh, I have two of them. I've, one of them is my lock. That's all I have left. Um, How many total do you have? You have three? <clears throat> three, yeah. Um, I'm going to Washington State. Um, they are six-and-a-half-point dogs against Oregon at home. Um, I like that alone. Oregon's coming off a high against that um, on that BYU win. I think uh, Washington State's going to get after Bo Nix this weekend uh, behind all Pac-12 talents, uh, Ron Stone Jr. and Brennan Jackson. Uh, I think it could be a close game, but I think State really, they have a a chance to win. You look at two weeks ago, they just shut Wisconsin down to 14 points. Um, Like you said, though, it's against, take it with a grain of salt with their QB, but um, 90% of the money and the bets are on Oregon here. So I'm, I'm fading the public, taking the home dogs, Washington State. Yeah, it could fall into that overreaction category of watching what they did to BYU. BYU coming off of that overtime victory, double overtime victory, could kind of slept walk into that Oregon game. Uh, but it is road, Bo Nix. All the money being on Oregon like that, it could be a little bit of an overreaction, seeing what they just did to BYU. Right. Yeah. What do you think? Are you on this game? No, but if I were, I would definitely be taking Washington State. Okay, because of road, Bo Nix? Yeah, that and Washington State's really good. I'm going to be honest, I haven't seen much from them. I watched them against Wisconsin. They kind of held their own, even though Wisconsin was um, statistically beating them, but they ended up beating Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, it was kind of a weird game like that where they, they were still able to keep it close and manage the game well. The quarterback's good for Washington State. Yep. Um, I'm blanking on his name. I think his last name might be Ward. It Cam is. Ward. It is, yeah. Um, Eight touchdowns, three picks on the year, 727 yards. Yeah, I think he can run a little bit, so that's a plus. 
Yeah. And then their defense isn't, isn't bad either. Defense is pretty good. But, I mean, this will be their toughest test, no no doubt about it. The question is, is how good is Oregon? I don't – I don't – Right. I'm sure he I mean, probably, BYU was wounded. I'm sure Cam Ward probably can run a little bit. He has not ran it very well this no. year, though. He's got 15, okay. 15 attempts for negative 12. Maybe he gets sacked a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Nakia Watson – why does that name familiar? Where did he come from? Nakia Watson. He's a quarterback? No, he's a running back. I know that name. Was he a transfer? If you click on him, you'll be able to see his stats from like previous years. Yeah. Um No, I don't think he was. I know I I know him. He's running the ball well. He's got over 224 yards on, on a small sample size, only 36 carries, averaging 6.2 yards a carry. Um and then defensively, yeah, they're only giving up 300 yards a game. So, okay. I mean, Bo Nix looked kind of weird. It was weird how well he was playing. Like, yeah. Even when he was at home in the SEC, it was just like, okay, he's getting it done. Yeah. But it was like, man, he was rifling some throws in there. It's like. Yeah, can he, is that sustainable? I don't can know. He duplicate it didn't that? even look like him, kind of. This will be a game that I definitely keep my eye on oh, because, yeah. uh, I mean, this is one of those matchups. It's one of those spots where it's like, okay, somebody's going to answer. Questions are going to be answered with this game. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, Justin, what is your first Saturday game? Um, going to the Big Ten. It's going to be a 2-30 game uh, between Michigan State and Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota's had one of the easiest schedules in the country so far. Um, I think the three teams they've played uh, don't even have a win yet. But um, – Minnesota is going to be without star receiver Chris Autumn Bell, and plus this will be their first true test uh, going on the road against Michigan State. Is he? Is he? Is Autumn Bell hurt? Yeah, that's kind of a big. He is their best receiver. That is a big deal. Yeah, yeah, he got hurt. <clears throat> um, but Michigan State's also going to be without their star receiver Jaden Reed. Um, and then they're also going to be missing. Is he for sure out? Not for sure out. No. Is he? Has he? Is That's he, huge. Yeah, because he yeah. was a beast last year. He's the year. only thing they have. Yeah. Well, they have this dude Coleman who looks like he's doing pretty well. But um, they don't have Naylor anymore yeah, or no. Kenneth Walker. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I think and Peyton Thorne's kind of been paying the price for that. It seems. Um, what has he been battling an injury? Well, he's played at some point this year. Yeah. I thought they were. Co- I, don't I was, know if he was battling back from a previous injury. to the radio, and I thought someone was saying that he he was kind of questionable for the last game, but I know he didn't play in the last game. So yeah, I thought I'm, I'm wondering might. what his status is for this upcoming game. Yeah. Okay, but so continue. But um, so they're also going to be without safety Xavier Henderson, and then Darius Snow, their starting linebacker. He got uh, a pretty bad injury last game where he got taken out. They thought that he was going to come back, and then they rolled him out in a wheelchair. So he's Jesus Christ, definitely not playing. Um, and then this is a big conference game. Uh, like I said, it's going to be Minnesota's first real test on the road. So their stats are all saturated. I mean, right now it says they're the second best offense in the country and yeah, second best defense in the country. But um, I mean, injuries on both sides. It's supposed to be really bad weather, some rain, and then. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm taking the under at 51 here. Oh, interesting. I thought you were setting that up for a Michigan State bet. I do kind of want to take Michigan State at plus three. Um, I was going to see what y'all – Is it y'all three? I was looking it at it that is three. Well. It is. I'm not on this game. Son of a bitch. But – I am. Are you? Is it your lock? No. Well, which side are you on? Taking Michigan State? No, I'm taking Minnesota. Are you? Yeah, Michigan State sucks. Bad. 
They were the 11th ranked team in the country last week, and then they let um, Washington Washington and Michael Penix Jr. He he is playing well, though. Okay, everybody plays well against Michigan State secondary. Okay, yes, that's true. But yeah, that's that's what I have right, written down is everyone was wondering if the nation's worst pass defense got any better. And we found out last week that they probably didn't get that much better when Michael Penix Jr. threw for nearly 400 yards against them. And they beat them what was it 38 to 29 29 I think 39-28. All right, so 11 points. They went from 11th to unranked. I I just think you know without Kenneth Walker, they aren't anything close to what they were last year. That was what made the offense go, what opened up the downfield shots for yeah. um, Jalen Reed and the other guy, Naylor. Yeah. Um, Peyton Thorne hasn't really improved, and I just think Minnesota with the balance attack. Um, what's their quarterback, Tanner Morgan? Yes. He's, playing He's playing probably his best football of his career. Um, He's playing okay. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't ever been that real no, good, though. No, no, it kind of reminds me of Spencer Petras. Yeah. But in what Justin said, though, I feel like he is correct in terms of they played New Mexico State at home, WIU, whoever the fuck that is, Western Illinois at home, and then they played a horrible Colorado team at home as well. Yeah. So it's been smooth sailing at home against three really cakewalk of, of football teams. They're averaging over 550 yards of offense. Like, that's not... I feel like that is kind of you got to take that with a grain of salt. Yeah, I mean that's not the stats that they're going to be putting up, but with Ibrahim, they can run it for sure. There's no question about that. Yeah, they're averaging over 312 yards on the ground. Yeah. So, but okay, so my, that's what they're going to want to do is run it here. No, definitely, especially but, if but it's so, raining, like he but said. But so that's where that's where my question was going to be. Um, I'm not on this game, but just from a objective standpoint, are they going? So the the way you can beat Michigan State. I mean, you can beat Michigan State multiple ways, but they're like you said, their weakness is a secondary. So are they going to – I mean, they're only giving up – they're giving up less than 90 rushing yards a game. So same thing, got to kind of take it with a grain of salt the, the quality of opponent. Um, do you think – are they going to stop Ibrahim and you think that Tanner Morgan's going to be able to I think he's good. a weak secondary? The weather is a question now, but um, just – off of the pure matchup, yeah, I think he's good enough to take advantage of Michigan State's what I still think is a poor secondary. Okay. I I haven't only watched the New Mexico State game. I personally, I don't. He reminds me of Petrus. He's better than Petrus, but he's not that much better. He, he maybe, okay. <laughs> Petrus is He's horrible, good. but the style is very similar. They, they, they're, they're not going to really win you the game, I feel like, if. No, there he's a game manager. Yeah, if but if Ibrahim gets shut down, then it's like, and that's a big if. He's one of the best running backs in football. I don't think Michigan State's going to be able to score much here. Well, that was going to be my next question. So you would lean under, um, because I don't see Minnesota fifty-one. Yeah, I don't see Minnesota tossing up a thirty piece. No, but I mean, I think their running game is is one of the better ones in the country. I mean, even last year when Ibrahim was out. They still just stuck to the ground. They yeah, won yeah. a lot of. No, they have a great. They won a lot yeah. of games against a lot of good teams. Yeah, they have a great offensive line. They want to row the boat the whole the whole nine yards. So this will be another one of those games where I feel like a couple questions get answered. Yeah, exactly. So I don't, I don't, um, I don't hate either side that y'all are on the spread. I don't know. Both of them scare me. I, I don't, I don't have a, a strong lean on either side. Um, 
but we shall see. All right, my next one, we are looking at Oklahoma and Kansas State. So, I said it earlier, Oklahoma put everyone's foot in their mouth. Nebraska was a popular upset pick, or at least to cover the spread. Um, They're playing Kansas State, a team that just held Tulane to one of 12 on third down, forced two turnovers while they didn't turn it over at all themselves, and they lost outright to a Tulane team that came in 14-point underdogs. Kansas State was 2 of 15 on third down and went scoreless in the second half. Adrian Martinez is the quarterback transfer from Nebraska. He's not good. Kansas State does not have the firepower to keep up. This is a far superior fundamental defense from what we're accustomed to seeing with Oklahoma. Venables came over. This team tackles well. They do the fundamental things that plagued Oklahoma under a Lincoln-Riley-led coaching staff. It doesn't mean that their defense is world beaters, but they're not making the the simple mistakes. If it's a throw to the flat, they're making the tackle. They're not letting them pick up any garbage yards. 13 points, I think Oklahoma can win this game by two touchdowns easily. So you just saw Kansas State get beat outright by Tulane, where Pratt didn't play well. They didn't run the ball that well. Tulane really kind of played like shit, and I was on Tulane plus 14. I was very confused that I was in that game from what I was watching. So... I don't think this Kansas State team is good at all. Oklahoma feels probably disrespected and showed it against Nebraska. Um, I'm going to take Oklahoma with the points. I feel like they can win this game by two touchdowns easily. I like it. Are either one of y'all on this? No. All righty. Um, then what's your next one? How many more do you have before you lock? One more than my lock. Okay, I have one more and then my lock as well. I have um, one more, possibly two more before my lock. Okay. Number 10, Arkansas at 23, Texas A&M. This one's This an is definitely one. one that, like, you don't feel, just being experienced, you don't feel comfortable on this, but we're going to take it anyway. Yeah, I'm not on it. I'm very interested um, to see which side you go. Just looking at the matchup, I think Arkansas has an advantage with the big boys up front, being able to re- reset the line of scrimmage, and then the big quarterback and running back. That are really tough to tackle in KJ Jefferson and Raheem Sanders. I think um, Jefferson has shown some improvement as a passer this season. He's impressed me with the RPOs. I don't know if Max Johnson is good enough to be able to take advantage of the Arkansas secondary, which to me is a slight weakness. So it worries me because it's in Texas A&M, and Texas A&M was the team they keep games close. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could be a mistake by Arkansas that gives Texas A&M a win at home late. But I'm going to go Arkansas plus two and a half. That A&M defense was definitely susceptible to the run. I felt like Miami was having yeah, more I mean, success Miami than I thought they Miami ran were. it well against them, average over four yards per carry, and yep. then obviously App State was able to get the running game going enough to win Yeah, in College Station. So um, That's another one. There's a, there's a lot of games this week that it's like, I, I could see either way, and it's like same thing. Questions are going to get answered. So um, I think Arkansas is a really good football team. Um, they got down last week to Missouri State. I really like A and M's running back though. That dude is good. yeah arcane, arcane, whatever. Yeah, no, they have a lot of good playmakers. The question it's quarterback. Yeah, can you get him the ball? Max Johnson's a lot better option than the other guy because he'll just manage the game and. It should be close. They should be able to keep it close, I think, but 
offensive I'm going to bet on the running. I'm going to bet on the running ability of of Arkansas. The off, the offensive line was struggling against Miami. Yeah. Uh more than I thought they would as well. So, yeah, I'm not on this one. Are either one of y'all? No. Nope. Are you? Okay. Um All right. Let's see. All right, this one is a little iffy for me. Not iffy in the sense of like I have to I texted about it. Okay, Duke and Kansas. I got this at a nine-point spread. It's now down to seven and a half. I got this at a nine-point spread this morning, and I placed the bet. Yeah, I, I knew this was the game. How'd you know? Because you said it moved a point or a point and a half. I went and looked at the games, and I was like, oh, that one moved a point and a half. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, these are two teams overachieving tremendously. Kansas' season win total coming in was two and a half. They hit the over as quick as you possibly could in the first three weeks. Kansas's offense goes primarily through quarterback Jalen Daniels. He's playing very well, completing 67% of his passes, seven touchdowns to one interception, and he's leading the team in rushing, averaging over eight yards per carry. Kansas wants to run the ball much like Duke does. I think Duke's run defense might have a slight edge. They held Northwestern up two yards per carry, which is a team that can knows how to run the ball. They've got multiple different guys that can do it. Nine points feels like too many. Duke is plus seven in turnover margin. They have eight forced fumbles on the year. So that was more important to me than the interception numbers. You're playing against a team that wants to run the ball primarily. Um, it's not just like lucky fumbles. Like they're getting in there and they're ripping the ball out and they're making stuff happen when they can get it. Um, third in the nation in turnover margin. USC's up there with an inflated plus 12. Um, I think nine points is too many. I think it's a little bit of – I think Kansas is good. Kansas has proved a lot of people wrong. Kansas is clearly much better than what Vegas expected them to be this year. But I'm going to take Duke, plus nine. Okay. It's two very similar teams, I feel. Mm -hmm. I think, okay, and you got to, again, take it with a grain of salt. Kansas has played much tougher competition. I think they went and battled it out with Houston in an overtime win. Um yeah, West Virginia, too. West Virginia, which is uh, a little spotty, but... A decent team. It's a conference game, yeah. West Virginia. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Can- no, Kansas has played the better Kansas has played the better schedule. But nine points with two similar style teams, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the team getting nine. Yeah, the Houston win was impressive. West Virginia win, that's an impressive win. Both I, on the road. Too. I also um, think that it's Duke's proven. wins aren't unimpressive. I mean, they shut out Temple... It's how they're it's how they're doing it too. The 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 turnover margin. Yeah, this is definitely a spot where everyone's gonna want to bet Kansas because that's what I that's what um, I felt. Yeah, the public's gonna want to be on Kansas here just because it's like oh Kansas is good. Well, everyone's like who's the good teams? Let's bet on them. They should have made this game day. <laughs> Why not? What is game day? I don't know. A and M Arkansas maybe. I don't know. There's not that many top-notch games you just did with app state and troy yeah so now go to these programs that are basketball schools but are undefeated off to a good start like they their fans would show up was it just app state last week yeah app state and troy and they just won on a goddamn hail mary yeah um oh damn i skipped the game did you what is it um you want to just go to it now or are we still talking about kansas i mean that's all i had okay i mean what side would you lean um yeah, I would be wary of uh, picking Kansas here. So, but I'm going to stay away. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I, but I, I just def- feel like I wouldn't nine, pick Kansas. Well, also, too, the line 
quickly jump down. I just so, feel like everybody's hyping Kansas up right now. So I got nine today, so I'm taking nine. That's rat poison. The line has quickly dropped, but you can fish around and you can find something around nine. I'm taking nine. All right. Go ahead. Um, number 22, Texas. And I can show proof that I have it at nine if it needs to be. Minus six and a half oh. at Texas Tech. Two high-scoring offenses, both averaging over 35 points per game. But I'm not sure if I trust either quarterback here to get it done on third down. Tech's rush defense has held opponents to 82.7 rushing yards per game. So that's a plus going against Bijan Robinson. I just think that uh, this is... I think this one's going to be closer than the experts think. Texas will probably win late in a close one. But... The thing that's scaring me from taking Texas Tech is that they've had eight turnovers in three games, so that kind of scares me, and it also scares me about my bet because turnovers in the wrong spot could be bad for the under. I'm on the under 60. Let's hope they don't turn the ball over in opponent territory and it result in points. That's the only thing that worries me here. Okay. Um, but I'm on the Texas at Texas Tech under 60. Okay. Do you feel like you're um – the best gambler in the country right now? <laughs> I know I am. Are you confident that you're going to continue the streak? Just lean, um, into it. Just lean into it. I feel good because I almost made, I almost made my first two bets, my lock in college. Um, and then the Thursday night game is a little bit worrying for me, but we'll get there. But, um, no, I'm not that I'm not too worried about losing if that makes sense. Okay. Joseph, all you have left is your lock. Correct. Okay, and you have one, and then your lock. Justin, yeah. I right, give us your one. Um, it's uh, Liberty and Akron. Akron takes um. Yeah, I'd say Akron is probably the worst team in the country, next to uh, the other team I was talking about, Minnesota, having the easiest schedule. But uh, Liberty was two point conversion away from beating number nineteen ranked Wake Forest last week, and then that, uh, was, that was impressive. Yeah, that was that was a good game. Uh, but Akron's averaging 12 points per game while giving up 540 yards per game. Uh, the best thing that they have going for them is their passing game, but Liberty's strong suit is their secondary defending the pass. Um, they rank 39th in the country, only giving up 190 yards per game. And then on offense, freshman Caden Salter is trying his best to be the next Malik Willis, and he's doing a pretty good job at it. Um, I expect him to be able to do whatever he wants, running the ball and throwing the ball as Akron gives up 300 yards in the air and 230 yards on the ground per game. Let me let me take a guess at this spread. I haven't seen it. Have you seen the spread? No. Is Liberty at home? Yeah. I would say 24-point favorites for Liberty. A little bit higher. Higher? What is it? 29. 29. Akron's fucking horrendous. They lost to Michigan State by 52 to nothing. That's a lot of points. It is. Yeah. Who? Akron just played Tennessee. What was the score? Oh, they got beat by goddamn 63 to 7. Six, <laughs> something like that. Tennessee covered, and they were like 50 fucking five-point favorites. Yeah, 6 It'll, to 63, and then they lost to Michigan State, 0 to 52. I'm impressed that they were able to hang with Wake Forest like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on Liberty it is the week before that stuff. against UAB. And they benefited from some turnovers where UAB's. I kind of felt like I was going a little higher because they're at home and and Akron's gotten thrashed by everyone else. Um, 
But yeah, needing 30 points to cover is a lot. Yeah, and the quarterback's good. Um, For Liberty. It might make Liberty a little bit better because it's like Malik Willis was trying to do so much. So a lot of times that resulted in um, bad decisions. A little bit. He just hung on to the ball a lot, and he, he got away and was able to extend a lot of plays, but a lot of times it like just didn't result in positive yardage, if that makes sense. It yeah. was like all for nothing, incredible plays. but Yeah. Um, so I don't know. That seems like a lot of points, but I get it. Akron's really bad. Yeah, they are terrible. So you're taking liberty with the points? Yes. Okay. Um, all right, so all we have left are our locks, correct? Yeah. Okay. All right, the most important bets of the week are locks of the week. You want to lead it off since you're uh, yeah, I'll go. Since you're leading the way, go ahead. I'll go. ULL minus nine at ULM. Whoa, big <laughs> matchup here. Um, UL, ULM has had it tough to start. I mean, they got matched up against Texas and Alabama early on this season, getting smashed by both of them. So the sample size we got on them is kind of all messed up. How improved are they? Quarterback Chandler Rogers is a good player, but um, he's not really that good, okay? I'll be honest with you. <laughs> he's a dual-threat guy, though, so he can run the ball. You're trying to sell us. Um, no, I'm, I'm trying to find some good points about ULM, but it's just hard. I mean, they've played. They've gotten smashed by two far superior teams. Yeah. But um, just looking at ULL, we'll focus our attention there. Napier's gone. A lot of those guys that were on that team graduated or transferred. Um, and they started off okay running a two-quarterback system, got two wins early on. But then last week they lost to Rice, who, take that for what it's worth, Rice isn't really a powerhouse. So um, last year ULL won this game 21-16 to in Lafayette, really close. And that was a really good UL team. UL just lost a lot. I, I don't think that this spread should be this wide. I think actually that, ULM probably has a good chance to win this being at home. So I'm going to take ULM plus nine as my lock of the week. Okay. That's the side I would lean. I actually did look at this one, believe it or not. Um, I just don't know enough. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't either. So I'm taking a little bit of a shot in the dark, but I'm betting more so against UL than I am betting on ULM. And it helps that ULM's at home. All right, I'm also taking what I feel like is a little bit of a shot here, but I do feel I, I feel pretty good about this one. FAU versus Purdue. Purdue is 19.5-point favorites. Uh, we just saw firsthand Purdue and Syracuse battle it, battle it out, and uh, Purdue loses on a basically walk-off touchdown, heartbreaking loss. They're sitting at 1-2 and two with two really tough road losses under their belt, Penn State and Syracuse. They went toe-to-toe with a damn good Penn State team. Um, and then, like I just said, lost to Syracuse in the Carrier Dome. A game in which they statistically, I felt like, did better. Uh, 10 of 17 on third down, 3 of 13 on third down for Syracuse. Penalties really hurt them, especially late in the game. Gave them, gave Purdue great field position and then killed themselves with their field position on the on the two kickoffs. Uh, FAU is not a good football team. Nikosi Perry, Miami, you remember him? Yeah. He's at FAU now. Uh, they any, any remotely decent defense, he's not looked very good at all. Um, they just lost 40 to 14 to a UCF team that is, I don't think on Purdue's level, the UCF's not a bad team. John Rice Plumlee's playing well, but I think Purdue is a step up in class. 
Uh, Purdue will have a field day against their mediocre defense. I think Purdue minus 19.5 is going to be my lock of the week in a bounce-back spot. It's a team that came in with, I would say, relatively high expectations. Yeah. Played really two two tough games, a game that they nearly could have had and probably should have. Oh, I wouldn't say should have, but very well could have had against Syracuse, and then they go toe-to-toe with a top-10 team in Penn State. Penn State's proven me, not proven me wrong, but surprised me with they're better than I thought. So, yeah. Um, I think Purdue could run it up on them here. Yeah, Purdue's a really good football team. Yeah, they're I one like and two, team. but I just don't think that I don't think that no, that's what I'm saying. The one and two, it, the two losses are road losses, two really tough places to play. Um, and I mean a top ten football team in Penn State that like I like I said they went toe to toe with that was not a, I mean they they had a chance in that game too. Yeah. Um, I don't think FAU is going to really have much of a chance to slow him down. And then Nikosi Perry, he's like I said, he's not been uh. Not exactly been lighting it up this no, year. Not even whenever. Purdue's defense is um better than I think the statistics suggest. No, yeah, no, their defense, dude, their defense is only allowing 285 yards per game, so 194 yards through the air. Uh, FAU lost Ohio; they gave up 41 points to Ohio, and then they lost 40 to 14 to UCF. They dominated Southeastern. Southeastern's trash, mm-hmm. so. I think this is a Purdue team that, like I said, they came in thinking they, – they they saw a better start to this season, and then now you don't go out and fight in this one and put out a dominant showing. Um, I mean, you could start to see a season that you had high hopes start to slip away from you. So I think they're going to come out with a dominant victory here. Joseph, what is your lock of the week? I like that pick. I don't know enough about FAU, but uh, they're trash. I do know Purdue? Yeah, and uh, Aiden O'Connell can sling it. So yeah, I mean, like F- FAU's given up four four hundred and thirteen yards of offense to teams that aren't really spectacular on offense. So, right. oh, my lock of the week. I'm going to go with another home dog. Um, I'm going Wake Forest plus seven and a half against Clemson, and uh, hmm. I know Justin just talked on it. Um, Liberty. Put up a good fight, but like you said, they're a good football team. Yeah, Liberty is a damn good football team. Yeah, and, Hartman's uh, good, and that's that's where I think that they'll cover. I think Sam Hartman can move the ball. I don't care if it's against Clemson or not; he'll be able to put up some numbers, move it down the field, and keep up with uh, DJ Ungalala or whatever. I yeah, don't think not, he's all that. There's not much to keep up with. He's trash. Exactly. Um, I don't think he's all that. And um, you're giving him. I like the hook on this one. I have it at plus seven and a half. Yeah. So I'm taking that and. Uh, a little bit of a fade on this one again against the public. I got it at 70% uh-huh. of the bets and the money Okay. on Clemson here. So I like the spot here, road dog. I mean, uh, home dogs and the hook at seven and a half. Mm-hmm. So no, yeah, there's nothing better than a home team getting points. Um, yeah, I don't know. That Clemson defense is just so damn good. Um, yeah, but this is their real first test. I mean, they the best team they've played so far is Georgia Tech, and they're not much offensively. No, they're not, but – that Clemson defense doesn't need a test. That Clemson defense is that fucking good. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, I don't like Ungalele. And then it's kind of like which Hartman are you going to get? Are you going to get the Hartman that was really dominant with Wake Forest until, I mean, we saw that pit game. Something happened in that second half. Um, but, I mean, he's been there long enough. What is he? He's got to be a senior, I would think. No, he's a junior. But protects the ball, makes pretty good decisions. I don't – I didn't touch it. It's just the def- that that Clemson defense scares me. Yeah, and then um, I mean Clemson's a little bit overhyped, but well, yeah. I mean, we saw that last year, but it's it, just Wake Force is 
I mean, they've played who Liberty and Vanderbilt. Yeah, correct. They looked. I watched the Vanderbilt game. They looked really good. Hartman looked really um, good against Vanderbilt. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he has a bit of escapability. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's going to be a plus going against a defense that will get after you. So, I mean, it could be a game that they keep close, but they're going to need their defense too. That's the thing is, like, Clemson doesn't really have that strong of a running game really either. No. Right. I have that written down too. They they got some holes in their defense, Wake Forest, but I'm I'm not impressed with Clemson at all, all offensively. Right. So I think they have a shot to keep up with them. Yeah, I mean, Shipley's not bad, but. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's another one. I want to see how that goes. I feel like that's going to, same, same narrative of the entire episode. I feel like that's going to answer some questions about Clemson too, like. Is is Shipley related to the Jordan Shipley from Texas, the receiver from a while ago? I have no idea. It's very possible, but I'm not sure. Um, he was uh, Colt McCoy's receiver. Mm-hmm. Oh, that had to be a while ago. Though. I remember that. Yeah, he was good at Texas. All right, what was uh, what is uh, your lock of the week, Justin? Okay, safe, um, safe to say the pressure is on you. No, on, I know, I know, and I, I feel it. I feel every every <laughs> bit of it. Um. Uh, I'm going to Auburn and Missouri. Um, it's going to be Auburn minus six and a half. I really think Missouri is going to be the punching bag of the SEC this year. Um, their stats are pretty inflated as well as just like uh, Minnesota's. Due to the people they've been playing so far, uh, their only true test was against K-State, and they lost to them by like 35. Um, 40 to 12. Yeah. So, uh, And they gave up 240 yards on the ground. And then Auburn's looking to get back on track here after a bad loss to a good Penn State game. Um, I think Tank Bigsby is going to be the the X factor here. I think he's going to run all over Missouri. And I know Auburn's kind of having some quarterback issues right now, but I really think Tank Bigsby's going to keep the chains moving and he's going to make whoever's playing quarterback for them. Um, it's going to make their job a lot easier yeah. and um, really be able to open up the game here. Um I didn't realize that Zach Calzada is on Auburn. Yeah, well, he got he didn't he didn't beat out Finley. Yeah, and then he didn't go in when they benched Finley. So, um, I don't know who Ashford is, but he is the one who came in against Penn State. Um, he's a young guy. I think. Yeah, he's a freshman, true freshman. Robbie Ashford looks like he's got some mobility. Uh, he was ten of nineteen, though one hundred and forty four yards, a touchdown, and a pick. This one is also going to be really interesting because Missouri is trash, but Auburn's offense is fucking terrible, dude. I hope Auburn wins this game by a lot. It's set a why is that? It's in Auburn. Oh, because LSU's going to go play Auburn. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, just to get wins against. For me personally, I couldn't take it just because of the question marks at quarterback. T.J. Finley's played like shit, and then. You don't know if they're going away from him. Are they going to Shipley or whatever the fuck his name was? Not Shipley. Ashford. Yeah, Ashford. Do they? I mean, Calzada seems to be out of the mix. So, well, another thing that's um, a talking point is Brian Harson. Yeah, and his future in Auburn yeah, could be settled this weekend. I mean, Booster they, club members don't like him. If they lose to Missouri at home. I'm surprised that it's a seven-point spread. That's a reflection of how, what Vegas thinks of Missouri, obviously. Yeah. Um, Where is this game at? In Auburn. It's at Auburn, yeah. I like that. Yeah, I don't I know. Like it, it's a, a it's a ballsy pick. Um, but I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. What are your thoughts? What would you lean? 
I wouldn't touch this game. I mean, either. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If for a lock, it's a ballsy pick. But I mean, you you could be onto something. That I just just watching them against Penn State was. If they don't turn the ball over fucking five times on their own goddamn side of the field, then the under probably hits. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the question marks at quarterback. I, I got to know who's playing quarterback, and then. I mean, either one. I don't know. It's a good Penn State defense, so it's going to be a little bit easier against Missouri. Definitely. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We shall see. Um, all right, I'll recap mine. We'll go around the table. Starting off on, what did I say, Thursday, got Coastal Carolina minus 2.5. Friday, Air Force first half minus 13. Wisconsin, Ohio State under 56. Oklahoma, Kansas State. Oklahoma versus Kansas State. I got Oklahoma minus 13. I have Duke plus 9 against Kansas. Then my lock of the week is the Purdue Boilermakers. Shout out Drew Brees. Minus 19 and a half. They're going to beat FAU by 40. I hope. I have SMU. That's Southern Methodist University. Thank you. First half plus one half of a point. (laughs) I have the Texas at Texas Tech under 60. I'm on Minnesota, minus two and a half. I'm on Arkansas, plus two and a half. And for my lock of the week, I'm on the University of Louisiana, Monroe, plus nine. All right. Joseph, what are your uh, recap yours for us? First Friday, I'm going into the Carrier Dome, Syracuse, minus 10 over Virginia. Then uh, I got two on Saturday, Washington State, road, I mean, uh, home dogs again, plus six and a five, plus six and a five. Plus six and a half against Oregon, and then my lock of the week is Wake Forest plus seven and a half against Clemson. Okay, Justin. Uh, yeah, I got Michigan State and Minnesota the under at fifty one. Then I got Liberty minus twenty nine and a half against Akron. Then for my lock of the week, I got Auburn at six and a half versus Missouri. All righty, there you go. That is our NFL, our uh, college football picks for the week. It's a weird board. But like Nick said, this could be the one where you get them, where you where you got question marks, you don't feel so great about it. This is when you run the table because we don't know what we're talking about, apparently, except you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, you're on your 13-game win streak. Only way that you can carry that win streak into college football is if we win on Thursday um, in the NFL. So we will recap the NFL real quick. Chiefs minus four and the over 54-and-a-half. Me and Justin were both on the same picks. Uh, for the Thursday night game. We had no business having any chance on both of these for the majority of the game, and then out of nowhere, it's like, oh, we might hit both. And then we fucking didn't. Um, Chiefs were up 10. We give up a backdoor cover because Justin Herbert wants to pretend like his ribs hurt. Oh, I can't run for the goddamn (laughs) third and one, and then he can throw a goddamn dart over the middle, and then they get they had multiple fourth down conversions, the final one being the covering touchdown on fourth and eight. You're down 10 points. Why do you not take the field goal and then go for the onside kick? You need the onside kick regardless. Take the field goal, go for the onside kick, don't get it, and we at least cover Chiefs minus four, a game that we had no business covering either one. Then it's looking like we might hit both, and then we hit none. So, uh, I mean – you're on your 13 game win streak, but that was kind of horseshit. Kick the, <laughs> kick the field goal. Kick, I mean, kick look, the field we goal. had our own set of misfortunes in this game. What the pick six? That was 
an incredible misfortune um, that y'all's guys can catch the pick sixes, but our guys drop two of them on two scoring drives for the Chiefs. Um, Asante Samuel Asante drops Sam, two, yes. which c- would have probably been pick sixes. No, they would have, definitely. But got to catch it. And then you want to uh, keep the tired tight end in. Yeah, who can't even keep the, his mouthpiece in his mouth. He's breathing so damn hard. <laughs> so, regardless, 0-2 on a Thursday, not good. Uh, had Saints plus three. We already touched on it. It is what it is. Refs got us again. Um, took away our best corner, and then shit went south from there. Colts minus four was my lock of the week. I don't care what anybody says. Matt Ryan. Nobody saw the Colts losing 24 to nothing to the Jaguars. No. Oh, hell no. I want to say my dad said he would have took the Jags. And I said, okay, nobody saw them. After the game? Nobody. Yeah, not before. <laughs> not before. Nobody saw them losing by 24. Um, that surprised the hell out of me. Matt Ryan He's looks awful. like dog shit. He's awful. He threw three picks. They're like, oh, we got rid of Carson Wentz. We got Matt Ryan coming in. We've got Super Bowl hopes with a, with a great running back. Formidable or a solid defense. Formidable is my fucking word of the episode. Um, but regardless, Colts minus four, we don't hit. Giants minus two and a half. The Giants are kind of good. Yeah. Scrappy football team. Lions minus two. The Lions are kind of good. Lions are a scrappy football team. Grit was the uh the theme of hard knocks. They've got grit. So Lions minus two, they get the win. Uh Giants minus two and a half. We cover there, I think. By the by, the hook or by by half point. Um, I added Vikings Eagles under forty nine on Monday night. Twenty four points scored at halftime. I don't think there was any points scored in the second half, so uh, it shouldn't have even been twenty four. The Vikings are kind of fucking morons, pretending like they're going to get the ball back before halftime, and then allowing the Eagles to extend the drive and get in field goal range. But nevertheless, it was a Step in the right direction after a really bad week for me. We lose locks in NFL and college. Really bad week. We go ahead and um, did some research, added the the under 49 we hit there. So I go three and four on the weekend. And kind yeah, of, that was nice. Kind of salvage it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really was close to taking the Eagles too. I thought I, I, I was feeling like the Vikings would struggle. I didn't think the Eagles were going to have as much success as they did. As they did, Jalen Hurts looked really good. Like really, really good. Um but that brings me to six and seven in the NFL, one and one of my locks of the week. You swept the board again, three and oh. Um, yeah, all really close ones, though. Yes. Uh, which is usually the way it goes in the NFL. Chargers plus four, we recap that. Yep. Dolphins plus three and a half. First, I'm going to go to the Giants minus two and a half as my lock because this was the game I was totally focused on walking out the Superdome trying to watch the NFL red zone. <laughs> well, it's showing me that they're basically st- they held Baker Mayfield sacked him on third down and the Panthers were forced to punt so the Giants are getting the ball with the chance to run the clock out. Well, I'm not sure if they ended up running the clock out but I just figured out that they were going to win. And then the Dolphins game pops up and the Dolphins are kicking the game tie an extra point. Mm-hmm. Last I saw from them, they were down 21 points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 28 to 7. So that's when I saw you <laughs> outside of the Superdome, and I was like, bro, the Dolphins came back. <laughs> yeah. He's like, who came back? <laughs> 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 yeah, no, so. Um, that game was crazy. You don't, have a, you don't have a blemish on your NFL record yet. 
you were horrible. Not horrible. Well, you were. Horrible. I was bad. You were horrible last but year. But I was good the year before, sixty-one percent. Yes. So you're showing that last year was a one-off. Well, I'm sure it, it's all about the NFL. Is all about um, timing of your bets. If you get off to bad timing in the beginning, it's so hard to correct that because you just have to be on the. Either elaborate on that. So the spreads are fairly close in the NFL, and the competition is really close. I feel like you got to go against the grain in the NFL. Anything that you think, like, oh, this should happen, like, anything, you, okay, yeah, no, they're definitely going to beat them. Just bet the other team. They're yeah. Not, they're not going to kill them. Unless if it's the Bills. Yeah, if it's the Bills, bet everything you got on the Bills. <laughs> Alternate line, the Bills, right. and fucking hammer that. Um, but, yeah, no, I feel like you got to, like, but you can be Somebody's on a lot of... Chair. It's it my just, chair. Okay. Well, we oh, need to get it's a, a, it's we're a getting problem. a new chair. It's a problem. We're getting a new chair oh, is, tomorrow. Though. You know, we do have problems, we fix them. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, the NFL, it, it just, like you said, it's both sides, professionals, it's it's always really tightly contested. No lead is really safe. You saw it with the with the Raiders. I mean, with the Ravens and the Dolphins. Dolphins making an improbable comeback because Tua and Waddle and fucking Tyreek Hill go nuts. Um, but yeah, I feel like if you get off to a bad like no, last year I got off to like a one and nine start, mm-hmm. and I could never come back from that. It's so hard to come back from a bad start in the NFL because once you get on the wrong side of things, it's so hard to get back. If that makes sense. No, it it well that's why. Me adding that under, me adding that under, it may not seem like it, but that was like very critical in oh, my yeah. opinion. So the difference, you add that, you take that risk of potentially going two and five or three and four. Three and four is so much better than two and five. Like it, it may not seem like it in the grand scheme of things. There's going to be a lot more games put up on that board. Um, but I, I, I needed that for my psyche as well as my, my, my wallet and my, uh, my record. Um, but yeah, so you're seeing the board. Very clearly. Justin, on the other hand, you were the NFL guy. What do you have to say? Um, I mean, all my games were right there. It's not like any of them were just But that's the point we're saying. Though, the no, I know. Yeah, no. I it's agree all with close. what Nick's saying. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, you touched on the Chargers and Chiefs. Yeah. I was on the opposite end of you guys. I had the Panthers at plus two and a half. Were you, and- on, were you on the Titans no. week one? Oh, okay, um, I was going to say, if me and Nick are on the Giants, you need to stop going against us. That's another yeah, thing. No. What We were talking about this. Me and Nick are undefeated when we're on the same game Yeah. this year. I think we're 3-0-1 in college and 2-0 and in the NFL. Yeah, so if me and Nick have a duplicate of the same – if we're both riding the same game. We don't have any in it. college. It's about as automatic as it gets. You said we don't have – oh, this week? This yeah. week. No, we don't. Um, You could take Purdue. But all right, go ahead, Justin. Um, yeah, we, yeah. Then I was on the Bengals um, minus seven and a half against the Cowboys. Um, I mean, I guess that was. See, that's one of those ones that lying. I'm referring to whenever I'm like, on paper, it's like the Bengals are going to kill the Cowboys, but it doesn't go that way in the NFL. That yeah. one just smelled like trapped. I mean, it did. That's I, I, Alec was telling me that. I mean, it's Cooper Rush. I said it doesn't exactly, matter. It's the exactly, Cowboys that's, and A AT&T Stadium, they're going to be able to move the ball regardless. Exactly. This is a team that came in with – they were top eight of Super Bowl favorites. So they felt like – even though I don't really think so, but they feel like they have a really good defense. Michael Parsons is a fucking stud. I just think Trayvon Diggs is a liability on the outside. I think he's overrated. Um, 
Huh? They got good pass rushers too. Well, that's what I said. Michael, yeah, not why Parsons that game and then uh, went and how it went. Oh yeah, yeah, Lawrence. But yeah. um, what do you mean? The Bengals game. I mean, the Bengals still are struggling to protect Burrow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Terrible. Yeah, no, he's been sacked most out yeah. of anybody in the league. Um, but that's the game where you're like, okay, because you see Bengals were in the Super Bowl last year. Bengals have this really high powered offense. They're a good team. Cowboys just a law. It's it's like oh no brainer. Take the Bengals. The Cowboys are going to get killed. Right. And it's like no, they're prof- this is professionals on both sides. It's a it's a solid football team. Even though they lost their quarterback, they still have a good running back. I don't know what mm-hmm. Zeke did in the game. Um, it was really more Pollard that game. Was it? Yeah. And yeah, I mean. Bengals crawl back in to make it a game, tie it up. They're late. But, yeah, seven and a half. So seven and for, a half. The home team is so important in the NFL. It oh, really yeah. is. I've, yeah. That, that, that was kind of how I changed my approach last year was I stopped going against those home dogs. If you right. can get a home dog in the NFL, yeah. it is uh, It is important. It's big, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, And then you had the – Lions and Commanders over 49. 49. Yeah, so that was your lone, your lone victory on the week. Um, yeah. Yeah, we got to do better. You and I need to do better in the NFL. Um, that brings you to three and five, one and one in your locks of the week. And then Joseph, you went three and two. Wait, what? How'd, yeah. you, how'd you only go three and two? What do you mean? I had five picks. Oh, you didn't get the over. No. I thought right you were there. about to go four right and there. one. There was, they, <laughs> what, they score six points in the second half? Yeah. Oh, that's I brutal. I know. Yeah, it got off to a good start. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. that's the difference in four and one right there. Damn. Yep. Um. Yeah, we already touched on it. You were on the Chargers with Nick. You were also on the Lions and the Commanders over forty nine. That one smacked. Steelers plus one and a half. I, I think that was a bad pick on my part. Um, well, well, hindsight it was. Well, but, no, I mean, really, I should have looked more easy. into Mac Jones' injury. I thought that would play a part in this game. And the Steelers well, I thought have I said a it. I thought it was defense. just cramps. I don't remember you saying that. I'm pretty you sure might I have. did. Um, Maybe I didn't look far enough into it, but I mean the Steelers' defense is. is my dad was not really thrilled that you didn't mention that T.J. Watt was out for the Steelers. I mean, it's it was obvious, well, and I haven't mentioned this week, so yeah. maybe it'll. No, I, their defense is still good with or without him. No it, doubt. One player doesn't make a defense, but it certainly it helps. Um, he's a fucking really good player. Yeah. He's pro- probably, I mean, top three defensive player in football. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. you yeah. can make an argument. Top two. Yeah, you can make an argument. Yeah. Yeah, you can make an argument he's the best. Um, but it's still a good defense. You take him off the field, it's still a good defense. Uh, but, yeah, so that was one of those smelly ones for me, too. Yeah, I felt like it that. was. For, for them to be favored with Trubisky against a defensive coach like Belichick. Um, but, I mean, it is what it is. Well, lean, they weren't favored. Lean back for me, Justin. Oh, okay, okay. I, yeah, I thought they were minus one and a half. The, um, you just had a guess, like, are the Patriots really going to start 0-2 against – a yeah. team like the Steelers. the Steelers, right? Yeah, um, and then Packers minus nine and a half was your lock of the week. That was a good pick. Rodgers was cutting up. I don't know how the over didn't hit. I honestly, I just assumed that it did. Right. Um, it should have after seeing the first half, but so that's unfortunate. I mean, realistically, you were right there looking eyeing down a four and one start, but three and two is still good. You're sitting at six and three overall, and two and zero oh in your locks of the week. So well, you and Nick are leading the charge. It, it, uh, do y'all think Fields scored? I didn't even watch it. I stopped did watching. Anybody it. see that? Was that all? Was that um, Sunday night? I was kind of pissed. Yeah. Yes. Sunday evening game. I was. Pissed. I wasn't. I didn't. I didn't. Because that would have got the over for me. Oh, I, I think I saw a still shot of it though. It looked yeah. like he was in. Yeah. Somebody drew like a line and then yeah. like did like one of those. <laughs> <laughs> he hit the yeah. ball with the with the plane, right? Yeah. Yeah. So pylon. Yeah, kind of got fucked there. Whatever. Yeah, I didn't see it. Um, but all right, we look ahead to week three. 
Thursday night, Steelers-Browns, like Nick said, kind of a snooze fest of a Blech. game. Browns are four-and-a-half-point home favorites. Blech. I am going to take the over 38-and-a-half. Mm. Mm. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> it's a very low number. It is. What are you going with? This Joseph? is one of those num. This is one of those that scream. Take the under. Take these it. these offenses. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Defensive touchdowns are always in play. Mitchell Trubisky will get strip sacked for a scoop and score touchdown. Um, but I mean the Steelers. I like Najee Harris. I like Nick Chubb. You've got two guys that can run the ball. Um, I don't know. I don't feel comfortable taking a side on the spread. We have to take something. I don't love it, but I'm going to take the I over. was close to taking the over here. You sounds like you should. Because it's just so low. It's like, wow. Exactly. Well, yeah. if y'all take it, then we all have to. Well, right? if you don't want your streak to end, you would take it. Um, but I also considering the Browns just, I'll I'll lay those points. That's right. Four and a half. At home, the though. Half, though. Four and a the half? half? The half worries me. What do you have? Five and a half. No, it's Fan four and a half. Well, if you're taking the Browns, yeah, then go with the four and a half. Well, yeah, but I mean, unless you're trying shit, to take came the down already. Um, I see. I'll get you an updated look here. Four and a half. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm gonna Mark take Trubisky hasn't been um, nine. Oh, I love it. Ninety-two percent of the money is on the under. Idiots. Idiots. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> a little bit of sharp action on the over. That's where one of my questions are this week. The over yes. is a lock. It's not my lock. Make it a lock here? A lock, no. Okay. I am not. I'm on the Browns. Minus five and a half, well, four and a half. Just take the four and a half. Yeah, quit I'm doing not, this. I, what you said? <laughs> God bless. You said if you have a, is what you get it. No, no, no. I'm saying if you can get it at a certain number. You got to take the best line. Be, take the right best now. number that you can get. Okay, you well, can I got it today, get, so I guess I should look every time. And you can get it right now at four and a half. Uh, okay, I will take it at four and a half. I know you will. So you want me to look at all of them before we start the podcast so I know exactly what it's at? If you can find a better number, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not looking right now before the podcast. I'm giving them out as what I yeah, get. Yeah, well, at. I have I have an iPad in front of me. We have phones. Um, yeah, yes. no, take the four and a Browns, half. Four and a half over the Steelers. Uh, no TJ Watt. They're going to run the shit out of the ball. Chubb and Hunt are going to have a lot of success on the ground again. A ton of success. They're going to score a lot of points. I mean, even though Chubb was the star last week with, with three touchdowns against the Jets. Should have had two. Yeah, well, third did y'all see Kareem Hunt run the ball? Did you see the third touchdown cost him the game? What do you mean? If he goes down and bounce, they win the game. Oh, scored is that a, how it played out? Yeah, scored end? a touchdown. Jets no scored, way. got the ball back, scored again. See ya. They scored Sa- twice. Sayonara. They yeah, did. well, well, Hunt, too. Hunt is a monster. I mean, yeah, he was no, breaking tackles good. left and right. The Steelers are not, I mean, they're a good defense, but without T.J. Watt, I think that hurts against both of these Running backs, so uh, give me give me the Browns minus five and a half. Okay, four and a half. Sorry, four, sorry, sorry, sorry. Jesus. I know, Jesus Christ. Are you on this one as well? What are you taking? <laughs> I'm going with the over. The uh-huh. over thirty eight and a half. Okay. Put me down for the over. Damn it. Let's ride. What are you on, Justin? Uh, I have two of them. I got Browns first half minus two and a half, and then I have the Browns minus four and a half full game. Jesus Christ. I like it. I did have it at four, but. This game's there's going like to be um, 60 points scored here. 
like last week. I'm gonna be honest. Jets. The, the first half full I mean, game. If the Jets can do it, why can't yeah. the Steelers? The first Joe half Flacco's better than Mitchell Trubisky. The first half full game is ballsy. <laughs> Trubisky's got wheels. Flacco doesn't. What are your thoughts? Flacco's on, still mobile. He's going first half full game on the Browns. I liked it. Um, this yeah, is, it's kind of a spot where you know they kind of blew it against the Jets last week. I don't know. This is still. Uh, I'm just going with the over yeah. uh, 38 and a half, just okay. because it's. I'm adding that. Okay. Um, this is 2022, not 1984. Yes. So I'm going over 38. Yes. And a half. Um. Okay. I am going to take the Giants again. They're going three and zero to start. They're going three and zero against the spread, minus two and a half at home against the Cowboys. Cowboys are six of twenty five on third down this year. Um, that's about the extent I got. I really like the Giants. I think the Giants are good. I think the Giants are eyeing down uh, their best start in recent. Memory. Is Thibodeau gonna make his debut? I think he's leaning towards it. So, well, that would just be a plus, you know. Yeah, they already got a good defense. No, yeah, definitely. I yeah, I am. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take the Giants here. Can, can they go three and zero to start? I like them. I I was talking about their secondary. I've been talking about the Giants for years. I've been saying I think the Giants are leaning in the right direction, and uh, they're showing it this That's year. That's Monday night. That is. It's gonna be a big game. You, I mean, you start off the season three and zero, three and zero against the spread. Um, I mean, it's this is you a, and the Eagles. Yeah, exactly. Racing for the finish line. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I mean, we just saw Dallas pull out the uh, the three-point win over the Bengals. But they're not really doing very well on third down. Contain Zeke, get them in third and seven, third and eight. They live there. Cooper Rush is not going to really move the chains for you too much. Um, yeah, go ahead. Give me the uh, give me the Giants. What is uh, your first Sunday game or, or Monday? Um, you riding the Giants again? <laughs> the Chiefs. At the Colts. Okay. This is what I had questions I'm about. taking the Colts here. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, plus six and a half at home. Are the Colts really this bad? I, I don't know. I see seven just for the record. Okay. Well, I'll take them plus seven then. But, yeah, that's my play. Okay. I think that it's just a, one of those things we we're talking about going against the grain. The Chiefs. Uh, Mahomes is showing that he'll put the ball in danger. Just about so, say, yeah. that could be a factor here. Yes. Um. Clearly, the Colts need to run the ball. They need to get that going. Just because the Colts got beat twenty-four to nothing is why I'm taking them mm-hmm. right here. Yeah. Um. All right. What is yours? I have. And this was almost. This might my be lock. one of mine. Yeah. This might be one of mine. I had, I had questions. Did you just say it's your lock? It was almost my lock. Oh, okay. I had okay. questions about this. Um. Man, ninety percent of the money and the bets are all over the Chiefs. Yeah, of course. And. Home dogs, it just Colts like trash. screams take Colts. <laughs> yeah, Colts are but it, have but you it seen Matt Ryan? Yeah, but it screams take Colts. I mean, they're going to get smashed. Look, they tied with the Texans. That's bad. Did you see with the Broncos and the Texans? That was a little bit of a. Uh, no, Russell Wilson is not looking fucking no, good. The Broncos need to fire the coach. The Broncos need to pick it the fuck up for my fantasy team. Because John Russell Gruden Wilson. wants another shot. <laughs> yeah. That could have been the worst thing I saw this week. Oh, did does he legitimately want another shot? Yeah, he said. Oh. Look, I, he said I'm ashamed about all the things that come out in those emails. But but look, <laughs> I'm a good guy. Yeah, I did see that actually. Yeah. It was actually pretty funny. Yeah. But maybe, you know, maybe God will forgive him when he gets to heaven or hell. I don't know. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. Justin, give me your next Sunday game. I have one more in my lock. All right. Um, How many total do you have? I got a couple. I got three more counting my lock. Uh, so two and then your lock. Yeah. Okay. Um, Commanders and Eagles. Plus six and a half. I'm taking them. Carson Wentz wants to fuck the Eagles. He's going to do it. Getting them back. Revenge He's game. Getting them back, yeah. Everybody's going to be on the Eagles. Uh, they just had that. I mean, they just looked really good. Last night. Um, are they? Yeah, okay. The, Eagles the commanders are at home? Yeah. Yes. It'd be different. It'd be different if it was in Philly. Oh, yeah. If Carson Wentz was going back to Philly, Eagles might win by a billion. If this was in Philly, the Carson Wentz revenge would work. I don't know if I believe in Wentz. Yeah, this is a tough one just because I hate betting on Wentz. Oh, God, yeah. If it was in Philly, then it's like, okay, he's coming back to Philly. He's going to fucking stick it to him and still lose by 20. But, <laughs> 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 yeah, I can't bet against the Eagles. I, I, but I also haven't watched the Commanders. But and, I agree and, with and, Justin. And, uh, oh, I, also, I also have the over at 47 in this game as well. That's ballsy, too. Fuck, the Eagles' defense looks good, dude. They play those two safeties deep. They don't give up shit, dude. Yeah, but Kirk looked really bad. Yeah, but I, it, mm. I'm, I agree. The Eagles' defense is good, but Kirk. Look, I mean, he was. They got the pass rush with Fletcher Cox and the two safeties deep. It is. It, it's you're not really getting anything over the top, and then they do a good job of keeping everything in front of them. I was impressed by. I was impressed by the defense. I don't know if it was. I mean, Kirk Cousins did look bad. Yes, but it's like how much was it him playing poorly, or and how much was it the Eagles just playing really good defense? You know. Because Darius Slay, dude, Darius Slay should have had four goddamn interceptions. He was all over Justin Jefferson. And we just hyped up Jefferson big time. He's still top three receiver in football. Um, but Darius Slay literally should have had four picks. Yeah. And, like, two could have went to the house. Um, granted, he was holding them a little bit. He, I don't know if you were watching. He was holding them a little bit. Um, so you're taking commanders and the over? Yep. Okay. Are you on this game? No. Oh, okay. How many more do you have before your lock? Three. Three? All right, I'm not, it. I'm not, for the record, I'm not taking a Chiefs and Colts. I'm oh, okay. Probably smart. Bitch. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, give me your next one. Uh, my next one is the Pats plus three against the Ravens at home. Um, again, all the money in the bets are all over the Ravens. Um, this, this. So give me Belichick at home as a home dog. I'll take that all day. Okay, so with the money and all of that, you can't. I get what you're saying. You can't and fade it, them it, every it is time. A, yeah, I exactly. It is a good. It is a good rule to abide by, but sometimes the public is correct. Right. I'm not on it, so I can't like. This have, is what I wanted to. I ask would lean off. Ravens though, just because of the bad loss and Lamar looks so goddamn good. It does I feel like. I, w- I would lean. I would lean Ravens. I think I, I don't have too much on it, and I, I'm not. I don't have a play on it, so I'm not going to sit here and <coughs> nitpick your decision. Just the fact that they lost that game against the Dolphins makes me kind of lean Baltimore. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but this is what I wanted to ask about the KC and the Colts. It's like, what does that tell you? Like, obviously, they should win by seven. The Chiefs should obviously win by seven. After looking at. What has transpired with the Colts so far this season? Right, but you got to rem- yeah. But shouldn't that scare you away from taking them? 90% of the money and So how does that correlate up. into the Ravens-Patriots? It's the same deal. I know the Patriots haven't looked as bad, but 
Yeah. Still, the 90% of the money and the bets all over the Ravens. People obviously think they're going to bounce back. Yeah. Patriots at home. Road dog. I mean, home mm. dogs. Belichick. It just... Yeah. It screams, take the Patriots plus yeah, three. Yeah, it does. And that's why I think it screams, take the Colts plus six and a half. It's just, yeah, the Col- the Patriots... Um, the Colts have looked really bad, though. Horrible. Right, and the Ravens haven't looked really bad. I get that. You just know that teams in the NFL aren't aren't actually that bad. Yeah. Like the the yeah, Colts right. aren't actually exactly. twenty four points worse than the the Jaguars. We know that's yeah. true. Yeah, definitely. Even though that's what happened. Right. All right. My next one is I'm taking the Cardinals plus four at home. Cardinals figured something out in overtime there against the Raiders. Um, and another much like the Dolphins, improbable comeback for the Cardinals. I think the Rams are still good, but this is divisional matchup at home, getting four. Kyler Murray looked goddamn good in that fourth quarter. Yeah, he did. They kind of found a little bit of a running game. And Stafford puts the ball up for grabs. He still does every game. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Cardinals getting points. I feel like it was right there. Kingsbury was getting fired at some point in this season if they fucking lost that game against the Raiders. But that's going to revamp them. They're going on a run. You're going to have to see Kingsbury a little bit longer. Kingsbury's bitch. <laughs> All right, you have just your lock oh, left? Yeah. Okay. My bad. I forgot to mention one of the other picks was in that game as well, under 43.5, Patriots-Ravens. Okay. Justin, how many more do you have before you lock? One more. Okay, go ahead. Lions plus 6.5 against the Vikings. I don't like Justin trying to hop on our Lions train. Well, I guess it's my Lions because <laughs> I was on them week two. Um, I was on them week one. But I was on them week one and two. Oh. I was on them week two. No, you weren't. You were on the over. <laughs> um, Lions games. I'm going to be over. honest. I don't. I thought about it. I, I don't love it. Divis- don't like it divisional matchup at home. Vikings just got shit on. Um, the Lions are not bad, but the Lions are not good. No, I hate it. I, yeah, I don't. I hate it. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, give me how many more do you have before you I lock just have one? one before the lock? Okay. What is it? Um, Tennessee and Raiders. I'm going to go over 46 and a half. I know we don't think anything of Tennessee, obviously, after seeing last night. Yeah. But I think Derrick Henry will bounce back. Maybe it's a little bit because he's on one of my fantasy teams. It might have something to do with it. <laughs> but, um, I think he bounced back. I think he's going to have one of those 100, 120-yard rushing games. They're going to be able to move the ball. Um, the Raiders' defense is not that bad, but they're nothing to write home about. And I think offensively they'll definitely be able to keep up, um, probably score more than Tennessee. You're taking the Raiders? And so I'm taking the over, 46 okay. and a half. Raiders about to bounce back. Raiders are better than the record. Yeah, they'll um, score. You, they'll score you just have your lock. Yeah. Right? Okay, i got to get this out. I can't do it anymore. The Colts, the easiest fucking bet of all time. You said it. <laughs> it screamed. What did I write? What did I write? Colts. I'm sorry for taking take the, the Colts at home, getting seven points. Mark it down. I'm it's on it. The easiest bet ever because they <laughs> he said it. They just got beat by a billion to the team that picked what they pick fucking first. And then they beat the Colts by 24. You've got the Chiefs marching in. The Chiefs should win this game by 100, but they'll win by four. Why? 
I don't Vegas. fucking know. No, Vegas. the Colts might win outright. The Colts are going <laughs> to cover this spread. He literally said, he's like, it's screams the money, blah, blah, blah. It screams to take the Colts. <laughs> I literally wrote, this screams to take the Colts. Take the Colts, plus seven, lock of the week. You're over there. You're like, this was almost my lock. I'm like, mm, not that good of a pick. I was like, Matt Ryan sucks. <laughs> the Colts are going to fucking trounce the Chiefs. Colts plus seven at home. This is a team that came in, or they're not 0-2. They're 0-1-1. They came in with high expectations. Is Shaquille Darius Leonard coming back? I really hope, but if he's not, I don't care. This is the easiest bet on the board. Take the Colts with the points plus seven. I'm on it now. I had, I was trying really hard. I was like, Mm-mm, no, I wouldn't do it. You were like, Joseph, shut the fuck up. Well, he's like, all the money's on the Chiefs. I'm like, yeah, Matt Ryan sucks. I'm like, stop telling everybody. <sighs> I had to get it off my chest. It's the easiest bet of all time. Colts plus seven. Um... All right, what's your lock? Um, this is why I agreed with the commander's bet. Because everybody wants to say, fly, <laughs> eagles, fly. Well, I say, die, eagles, <laughs> die. <laughs> I'm not on that game, but what? I'm on a different <laughs> Wait, what? Come on, dude. You got to get on it now. I'm on a different game in the NFC East. <laughs> the Cowboys at the Giants. <laughs> No, I'm huh? going with the Giants again oh, as the let's lock. Go. The Giants are going let's 3-0, go. not the Eagles. <laughs> Damn it, I got to hop on that one too. Let's go. We're riding the Giants to the bank. If anybody, if you didn't hear, we're undefeated <laughs> when we ride the same game. Colts, and we're both on Giants, each other's locks. <laughs> yeah, die, die, Eagles, die. I'm not on that game. <laughs> All right, Joseph, what is your lock? Put of the me week? down on that, too. Okay. God damn it. You're <laughs> going to fuck I'm it up. I'm riding the trend. You're going to fuck it up. You're telling all your listeners to ride the trend of going It only works you. when it's just us. But no, go wow. ahead. I'm that confident about it. The Colts are a lock. The I don't Colts think you like it that much, then. I couldn't care less. Either you're on it or you're not. Joseph, <laughs> Joseph right, we're, we're actually undefeated whenever me and you are on the same games. Okay. Okay. Not on anything, though. I know. <laughs> this week. Dude, come on. We got to talk about this beforehand. No. Uh, uh, might have the same lock. Oh, man. Maybe. Oh, uh, God. Probably not. I'm going. My lock is um, Jags Chargers under 47 and a half. Uh, that may seem crazy. It's Jacksonville, but they have they have, they have have a decent defense, believe it or not. I mean, you saw them hold Jonathan Taylor to, what was it, 50 yards maybe, 55 yards? That's that wasn't supposed to happen. Jonathan Taylor's supposed to go 100 yards every game. They have a decent defense. Now, is it good enough to keep up with the Chargers? Absolutely not. But I think the Chargers' defense is pretty damn good as well, and they won't, they'll won't. they hold the Jags to maybe 10 points at most. And so I definitely see this game hitting under 47.5. You think the Jags are getting held to 10 points? Yes. All right. 13, They, they maybe. just put up 24 on the team that's going to beat the Colts. Without, I mean, that's going to beat the, Char- uh, Chiefs, the, Colts. the Chiefs. Without Darius Leonard. Um, all right, Dustin, what's your lock of the week? All right, my lock of the week, it's going back to the Jets and the Bengals. Uh, I'm taking the Bengals, minus four and a half. Uh, Flacco's going to have a heart attack in the game. Uh, <laughs> Joe Burrow needs to get his stupid ass out of the club, back into the film room. Him and his fake fucking teeth. Uh, give me the Bengals, minus four and a half. He's got fake teeth. He definitely has fake teeth. But why are we throwing shots at at Joe Burrow? (laughs) I like it. I'm going to be honest. I really like the Jets in this one. I was very close to taking the Jets. This would be a travesty if the Bengals don't get it done. 
Yeah, but four and a half. <laughs> Spread-wise I need wise? Burrow to chase four <laughs> times in this one that, for a chance That to half win. point, though, the Jets have some juice right now. Yeah. I would lean I would lean the Jets. I didn't take it, but the Bengals have some shit they got to figure out, apparently. The, the offensive line is not yeah, looking no. very good. And with Robert Sala, defense. And then is T. Higgins, it, did yeah, he no, get he played, injured? No, he well, he was concussed after week okay. one. He came back and played week two. And he, right. he, I think he caught a touchdown. He, he looked pretty good. Um, I don't know if Sauce Gardner's their number one in New York, but he'll be on he'll be on Jamar if he is. Um, yeah, I think he is. So I wouldn't be disappointed with a big game from T. Higgins for my fantasy team. But yeah, no, that the four and a half right there is what was leaning me. I almost I nearly took the Jets. The Jets, Garrett Wilson looked fucking good. Yeah. Um, and and they've got they've got the dual. Dual headed monster at running back with Brees Hall and uh, Michael Carter, and Flacco's not playing bad. It's really not like you said. Flacco's got over six hundred yards in two it's games. Number three, uh, yeah. So yards. I don't know. We will see with that one. But um, all right. Recap mine Thursday. That's everybody, right? Yeah. Thursday, Brown Steelers over thirty eight and a half. Giants minus two and a half on Monday night. Cardinals plus four at home against the Rams. And then the easiest bet we will have this year, the Colts plus seven. Jonathan Taylor goes for 225 rushing yards, three touchdowns. I'm on Steelers at Browns over 38 and a half. I'm on the Colts plus seven. And I'm on the Giants minus two and a half as my lock again. Joseph? I'm on a lot here. Um Thursday night, I got the Browns minus four and a half over the Steelers. I'm also on the over 38 and a half. Then the Pats plus three against the Ravens. Also the under 43 and a half that game. And then I'm going Titans, Raiders over 46 and a half. Colts plus seven against the Chiefs. Giants minus two against the Cowboys. And my lock of the week is Jags, Chargers under 47 and a half. Okay, Justin. All right, Thursday night, I got the Browns first half minus two and a half against the Steelers, and then I have the full game at minus four and a half. Then on Sunday, I got the Lions plus six and a half against the Vikings. Then I have the Commanders plus six and a half against the Eagles and the over at 47. And then for my lock of the week, it's going to be the Bengals minus four and a half against the Jets. Okay. There you go, NFL Week 3 picks in the books. Uh, Joseph and Nick are leading the way, specifically Nick sitting at 6-0 and in the NFL. See if the streak can continue. Um, last thing to do, top three candy bars. Candy bars or chocolate bars? I guess it's the same thing. I did chocolate. chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they all, fall under, all, they all fall under the same category. I don't know what – I mean, yeah, is there is there a candy bar that's not a chocolate bar? Um, I don't know. I guess – I guess payday doesn't technically have chocolate on it. It's just peanuts and whatever. Caramel. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll go first. Top three. <laughs> Starting from three to one. Number three, the Twix bar. Left Twix, right Twix. Hate the fucking commercials. They're both the same thing. What about white Twix? No. Isn't that a rapper? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, no. Um, number two. So you got Twix bar at three. Number two, could have been number one, but number two, the cookies and cream crunch bar. The Hershey's? Yeah. Yes. Not crunch bar. Yeah, cookies and cream Hershey's, Hershey's chocolate yeah. bar. Nice. Um, 
all time could be number one. Number one, the Milky Way. The Milky Way is far <laughs> and away the best chocolate bar. It's like a Snickers without the peanuts. I don't like nuts. Um, Milky Way is, you could eat half of a Milky Way and you feel like, you don't need the full Milky Way because it's so filling, but you eat it anyway because it's that good. But what other chocolate bar can you eat two bites of and be like, damn, that was fucking good. I feel fulfilled. But I still have three quarters of this chocolate bar left. But you're going to eat it. Of course you're going to eat it. Regardless. Yeah. You're a caramel guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Milky Way is far and away the number one candy bar of all time. Um... Does M&M's count? Is that technically oh, chocolate? Bar? No, 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 it's no. It's not a candy bar. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not a candy bar <laughs> or right. a chocolate bar. Whatever. Right, I'll piss y'all off, really. I'm going Three Musketeers. <laughs> oh, See, something <laughs> happened with the Three Musketeers. I used to love... They are. Yeah, yeah. No, something happened, though. You eat well, it now. I haven't now. had them in a while. You eat it now. I mean, I haven't had one in quite a while either, but as a kid, Three Musketeers was up there, that, that nougat center. Yeah. Well, it's all nougat. Nougat is really fucking good if done correctly. They switch the recipe. Something's something's different about the Three Musketeers along the way. So if we're talking pre-2008 Three Musketeers, I could see that falling in at number three. Okay. Post-2008, I'm telling you, go get one. Something's wrong. Somebody out there has one frozen in time from 2008 and before, and I promise you it tastes different. Number two, I'm going with Kit Kat. Kit Kat's underrated. And then I know number one, I think y'all are going to hate this, and so is everybody else in the world, but I love me a Heath bar. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like I knew that. Oh, I used to always fucking get Heath bars. And everyone else in the world. <laughs> He's been getting shit for it his whole life. <laughs> yeah, I can't can't get behind that. Can't get behind that at all. All right, Joseph. Three to one. I'm right there with you on number three. Um, the Hershey's Cookies and Cream. The My number one. three was the Twix. Well, I mean, okay. You're not <laughs> right there. You're not right there with And then number two, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. The mini they, ones are better, but I didn't I, think that count, constitute as candy. Well, see, that's I even looked it up. No, I would say the Peanut Butter Cups. It, it, the Peanut Butter Cups They listed it yeah. as a candy It's in bar. the candy bar section. Right. And but it's, the yeah. mini one? What mini one? Oh, you're talking about in like the bag? Why did you just Dude, say yeah, that? that doesn't count. Bust in. What's the same? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck what, dude, something's gotten into you. It's those what Instagram the fuck videos. Is going on? It's those Instagram videos. Yeah. Dude, that one that? I showed you was quite possibly the most disturbing <laughs> one I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Are you talking about the toothpaste? No. He didn't no, show his own. The all, one, right. All, right, all right. All right. Come hey, on. Number one, Twix. Can't, can't argue with it. No. Or I can, but can't. Uh, Milky Way didn't even make the top three. <laughs> what? On the way home, go get it. What do you mean, what? No. Go. Yeah, they literally made an entire portion of the This Is The End movie centered around who gets to eat the Milky Way bar. If you took a poll, not even my number one, if you took a poll, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups or fucking Milky Way... <laughs> I'm going to say at least 75% of the no, nation that's, would say that's Reese's a, Peanut Butter No, cups. because there's a lot of people that what? aren't big on peanut butter. What? It's an allergy, dude. Yeah, dude, idiot. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I <laughs> guarantee you. If we took a pole and hit you in the head, you still wouldn't get <laughs> Reese's or Milky Way? <laughs> All right, Justin. Which one would you choose, Reese's I, or Milky Way? 
I don't know, dude. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> he knows he'd choose the fucking Reese's. All right, buckle up for this one, Justin. Give us your top three. <laughs> My ice cream one was pretty good. I know. Well, says so he's throwing disrespect. Yeah, he's probably likes Thin Mints. <laughs> Are you going with the zero bar? <laughs> zero bar. Oh god, it's the, it's the worst one. No, it is. It's so fucking I've never bad. Heard of that? It's the silver one with the blue on it. it. It's the worst one of all time. It's called zero bar. Yeah, literally. Go ahead, Justin. Three to one. Number three, Heath Bar. Okay. Nice. Nick's nice. got nothing to say about that. You ever, you ever had the minis? The mini heat Yeah. Bar? Yeah. <laughs> Throw them in the freezer. Oh, uh, yeah. It's already hard enough for me, man. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Reese's Cake <laughs> Five. Dick. Such a dick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want to shatter your fucking dick, uh, go ahead. It's shit. already hard enough it's for me. It's already hard enough for me. You ever throw them in the freezer for three hours and then just take them out and dive right in? <laughs> All right. Number two. <sighs> Reese's Take Five Bar. It's oh yeah, Reese's yes. Bar, and it's got the little dude, the pretzels and the peanuts and shit. Yep, I can it. get behind that. Those yep. are fire. really good. And number one to match up with my ice cream, the Twix Bar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they just Nothing wrong with that. The whole left oh, Twix, right Twix, Twix thing. What doesn't make sense? Oh, it's the well, same fucking thing. Yeah, I mean, how did they? What made them think of that? Like, why didn't well, they're, they're just coming up? Yeah, they're just coming up with commercials. So people can argue about which Twix yeah. is better, and while everyone just gets big and fat, <laughs> yeah, and diabetes, yeah. just flip it around. Oh, it's a left Twix, right. right Twix. Flip it around. Now it's the right Twix, left Twix. Um, any honorable mentions? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I got a couple. Go ahead. Kit Kat is one of my yeah. I would put mentions. that up there definitely. Uh, obviously Snickers. Oh, you want to talk about yeah? So. Surprised that wasn't on anybody's list. I don't, I'm not a big peanuts guy. That's what I said. I, but yeah, I mean, that's another one of those, like, it's like you feel like you're eating a fucking meal when you eat a Snickers. Yeah. Um, white chocolate Kit Kat minis in yeah? the bag from CVS. So fucking good. Huh. Haven't had them in a while, though. Haven't had anything good in a long time. I had two more. Um, Nestle Crunch. Yeah. Little classic Nestle Crunch bar. Yeah. Yeah, then, that's that's definitely. I love Nestle yeah. Crunch, and then the little bites they give you at the movie theaters, the clusters. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, the last one was Butterfingers. Don't let that's a, a damn that's another that's a, I hate I hate Butterfinger. Um, it, the only annoying part about eating them is Reese's good are luck ten times them better. Out. Reese's you brush are, your teeth. Reese's mm-hmm. are ten times better than Butterfinger. Um, oh, I agree. Bart that's Simpson a, used that, to mess with them Butterfingers. That's another top three that we could do: movie theater food. Like best yeah. movie theater snack. Yeah, oh, yeah. concessions. That might be one on the horizon. And you can't put popcorn. Why? Because that I mean that's like a that's like the OG movie theater snack. I mean if you put popcorn, that's just kinda boring. Right. I mean you get on me for being vanilla. Popcorn would be pretty vanilla. He tried to put sonic french fries. No. As chili that's, cheese but fries. that's not like <laughs> Did you say chili cheese fries? <laughs> yeah. No, you didn't. You said sonic fries. Chili no, you didn't specify. He did not say chili cheese fries. Yeah, I don't think he did either, Jay. Is that what you meant? You just said Sonic French fries. Do you like the fries or the chili cheese fries? <laughs> chili cheese fries. Okay. <laughs> All right. What are, what are we doing? Where are we fries. going with this? Yeah, come on. <laughs> the world isn't what we thought it was. Yeah. All right. Um, do you have an honorable mention? Um, The white, the Oreo, milk and cookies, 
Hershey's. That's yeah. a good one. That's like even the little cream. um. It's not Oreo. They come out with the uh. These little clusters, um, medallion ones, little drops they called them. Yeah, well, like Hershey's Kisses. No, they were um. Anyway, they come in a bag <laughs> instead of a bar. Those were good. Yep. Um, I would consider M and M's still part of a chocolate bar. I don't know. And I like the regular ones. The mini ones and the little uh, pill bottle are good as well. (laughs) (laughs) M&M's are not a chocolate bar. Are Skittles a candy bar? No, M&M's are made of chocolate, though. Yeah, but they're not a candy bar. Yeah, but technically technically neither are Reese's. Reese's What's the difference between Skittles and M&M's? One's made of chocolate. Yeah, but candy is candy. Candy bar. Yeah, but we said chocolate bar. No, we said candy bar. They did have an M&M's chocolate bar. Those are good. Yeah. <laughs> but those don't count. Of course they are, Nick. Those don't count. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was saying it would be a chocolate oh, bar. Man. They're so big. All right, we're we're pushing. We're over two fifteen here. Um, more honorable mentions. What we got? Anybody? <laughs> no, that meant wrap it up. <laughs> well, that's what I meant. Get out the last um, mentions. Yeah, I mean, I think we pretty much we pretty much touched on. Oh, oh, you know what used to be so fucking good was the Hershey's caramel crunch. The crunch mm, bar, yep. but with caramel filled. It was a caramel filled crunch bar, and it was thin, and it was in like, it was in like, almost little squares, but it was like, a fucking cylinder. They were so good. Mm. That was like my favorite. It was a caramel crunch bar. I fucking forgot about that until just yeah. Now. I've never had that. I, I haven't seen them in ages, but those were fucking unmatched. Those were very good. All right, we got anything else before we go? Adios. You got anything? Good luck. Justin? Good luck. All right, episode 125 of Big Easy Bets is in the books. Like we said, coming in, Nick is apparently the hottest gambler in the country right now. Swept the board uh, 13 consecutive wins in a row. See if he can keep it up. I need a bounce back week. Justin needs a bounce back week. Joseph is second in command in uh, the NFL bets. So, Any games that we didn't touch on, if y'all want to reach out to us, we'll give you our honest opinion. But that is all we have for you. Good luck, everybody. Who dat? The house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I've been practicing this because a little bit that I rushed. It felt like I rushed. It was good. I liked it.